Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bot, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew, and we are going old school, man. This is what we call a throwdown Thursday. Hanging out in the basement, cranking up the Skype party, getting everybody together because we have some celebrating to do for, that's right, the Washington Capitals, buddy. That's pretty fantastic stuff. Hopefully, uh, D-Stat, you know, represented strong up in D.C. proper, but we'll get into all that stuff. We have a... Uh, you know, a couple of fun things to get to. Obviously, fairly cap-centric tonight, which I think is understandable since we're in the DMV. And we'll get to some other stupidity, and I guess we'll poke fun at some stuff with the NBA Finals, which left quite a bit to be desired. But there are some stories there. But let's go ahead and get everybody in just for good measure. And since he's representing the Sports Brew up in D.C., it took it took a member of the Sports Brew to help defeat the D.C. sports suckhole. So I'm happy to report that our very own D-Stat could help break the chains of the sports suck hole you know what i mean up there look hockey hockey counts buddy i know some people like to pretend it doesn't but it damn sure does and it was great it was absolutely fantastic this ride through the playoffs seeing ov seeing everything happen with that team to deliver this i love the the golden knight story this doesn't take anything away from them but just to see the capitals deliver and just the whether you're talking about tv ratings or stories or that woman pressing up her you know, tatas up against the glass as they're skating by holding the Stanley Cup. That was hilarious. Um, <laughs> well done, lady. That picture will live in social media for all time. <laughs> so at least your grandkids have that. <laughs> um, but just, but just seeing, you know, just the crowds out in the streets, and you know, it's one of those things. Whether it's civic pride or fan pride, or I know people will say, "Oh, bandwagon fans," man, whatever, dude. Just enjoy the moment. And I think that's one of the great things about sports is is just enjoying the moment and enjoying the ride and I think the Capitals certainly gave us one hell of a journey this season and just finished so strong and it was just you know even if even if you're not a Caps fan that was a hell of a story and I I think again embrace the moment enjoy the moment and God bless that team and Ovi and that Stanley Cup keg stands party mode Dude, that cup's in for a hell of a journey. You know what I'm saying? The Stanley Cup is in for a wild ride, buddy. But uh, anyway, let's go ahead and get our, our very own D-Stead up in here, man. You ready to hit your cue, brother? Yes, sir. All right. Three, brew and fun, buddy. Woo! 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 By the way, by the way, Mark, it's I'm glad to see that you no no longer look like a you know a pack of bees stung you up in the face. I know you had some dental work last week, so it's good to see a return to normalcy. But I almost gave you a different song to come into, because <laughs> Lord knows, sorry, you had a fat lip. I I can't even tell you the last time I heard the song, and I immediately thought of it, man. Little some forty one. Yeah, buddy. Woo! <laughs> yeah, buddy. I gotta say, I, I think you've been celebrating with us just as hard because I mean, you you think it's a throwdown Thursday when it's it's not Thursday. Well, it's almost midnight, and it really kind of is by the time I post this. <laughs> so fine, we can call it a wasted Wednesday, bleeding over into a throwdown Thursday. It's all good. I'm, I'm, I'm but you know what? You're right. Hard with us. You're you're right. Apparently, I've been hanging out with Ovi in the Stanley Cup because I totally lost a damn day. <laughs> I, get, I get it. I get it. I don't know what day it is. <laughs> I'm sure all wow. the days have been bleeding together for them too. Oh my God! Yeah, no, no doubt. 
It is just one of those days. There you go. Also in honor of your lip. <laughs> Leaving with a fat lip. <laughs> anyway, no, it's good. I'm glad. I'm glad you got that stuff knocked out. It's good to uh, good to see you back. Not as swole as they would say. By the way, thanks for the video where you were like, what did you say, like, go Caps? And you sounded like you were, like, <laughs> you had a speech I, impediment. I, 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 I referenced the sports brew because I felt like y'all would enjoy hearing my, yeah, you know, <laughs> can't talk ass. No, it, it was it was pretty uh, fantastic. But uh, I tell you, before we really devolve into chatting about the Caps, let's get everybody in because I, I do think we're gonna obviously going to spend a fair amount of time with that. But just out of curiosity, what's your one, like, one favorite thing? from the celebration not from the actual games but from just from the celebration of being in dc um i mean there, there's there's so many yeah there's so I'm many sure. but, i mean I, I think i think recency bias from the parade mm-hmm. um i love that everybody's referencing that you know i mean how much different like hockey like celebrations and parades are than like most other sports because it's pretty much just drinking and vulgarity and it's fantastic and Ovi, you know bringing back around his uh his, his start of the season, you know, comments by saying we will we will not fucking be the suck this year. It's just fantastic, <laughs> and he was just so happy. And uh, yeah, it's it's got to be Ovi. <laughs> <laughs> I do have that video queued up, and you know what? I'm gonna play that in just a moment. Before I do, and that part was great. I do like how they had to label that one not safe for work, which realistically <laughs> it was, or was not safe for work, I suppose. So that was an accurate label. Uh, but that was great, and uh, I don't know. I hope that's on a shirt somewhere up there. Oh, I'm sure it will be. <laughs> it has to be. I, mean, I, mean, I, I have, I have that we will not be the suck this year. I have that on a shirt, so yeah. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. All right, let's go ahead and get him in here, man. Why not? Winamp, come on, man. You're supposed to really whip the llama's ass. Let's go. Shannon, what's going on, brother? <laughs> <laughs> We'll do it live when come on. <laughs> yeah, man, what the hell, dude? Oh god. Actually, actually. Are you a little hypnotized by Andrew Luck actually throwing that football? Look, it's a high school football, but it's a football nonetheless, bro. Hey. As long as he's throwing balls, I don't care. Yeah, buddy. Look at you out of the gate with some balls. You said balls. Well, you knew Shannon was gonna do that, right? Hey. <laughs> Hell yeah! No, but it, it's 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 good. To, yeah, it's good to see him throwing. I don't know what yeah. their plan is, but uh, at least now they can put to bed that whole thing. He hasn't thrown a ball in two years or whatever they were saying. So well, I'm sure he has been. He just hasn't done that in front of the cameras or right. whatever. Now that now they're just actually putting it out there, putting it out there for for people to see. So, but it's good. It's progress and. Uh, you know, that's as a fan, that's all you want to see is progress. I'd lo- I hope he gets on the field for all sixteen games. So I hope so. Well, hopefully he's right. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's physically he's right. That's and most important. If he's out there for the full full slate, just be healthy, be right, and hopefully he's you know the Andrew Luck that we expect him to be, and not out Absolutely. there with a with a broken wing or a damaged wing trying to slug through the season. You know, and that of course, if he so is, that turns just it- had a great bad song call right there which one broken wing take <laughs> this broken <laughs> like what what alter bridge mr mr what are we talking about here no I've, who talking, sings he's talking 80s is what he's talking the 80s song 
Who does that, Randy? Do you I mean, know? I, don't I mean, know. here's Broken Wings by Mr. Mister. Which there you go. That's it. Oh, this is it? it. I don't know. That's it. Yeah. It is. There you go. That's what he's referring to. There you go. <laughs> Making their sports brew debut. <laughs> That's right, Mr. Mister. First time on the sports brew. If you had that on your... <laughs> break the whole bottle of tequila. It's a drink it all. <laughs> I'm not your Shannon McGuffin. That's right. That, that's when you need that. Te- well, that's true. That's, that's true. I cannot need- touch tequila. Yeah, that's when you need that. Uh, what was it? The tequila and the vodka? The vodka or whatever that thing was called? Oh, Woo! God. Dude, dude. <laughs> yeah. that's, like, that's like the Thanos of drinking right there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Obliteration, bro. <laughs> Just don't do it. <laughs> no, don't do it, half man. The, half the memories of the night are gone. Yeah, yeah half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a bad idea right there. Yeah, you just end up master. P. You're done. You're gonna end up master P. You're gonna end up some forty one with a fat lip like D stat. I mean, it's just gonna be a disaster. Go back to Limp Biscuit, break stuff. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. That's it. Little vodka or tevodka, whatever they call it, man. Dude. Yeah, of course you have enough of that stuff in you. <laughs> Rolling strong, brother. <laughs> yes, sir. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, Randy, I thought for fun I'd give you give you a, a, another song. I, I, I was kind of bored with the with the playlist, so here we go with some Pantera for you. I like it. What's up, dude? <laughs> uh, not a whole lot. Just uh, obviously, I got a lot of gaming in during the NBA Finals, so yeah, you know, that's always a good thing. I'm sure you paid lots of attention to, uh, <laughs> to oh, the Warriors tons. and the Cavs. <laughs> Your favorite, yeah. No, it's okay, man. I, uh, you know, it, it's what it is. It's what it is. Randy will have full game by game breakdowns for us later on yeah. in the podcast. I can't wait for the for the film session from Randy. <laughs> <laughs> As Randy says, "You are the weakest link." Goodbye. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. Um, I kind of chuckled though because I was I was uh, writing some notes, obviously watching a lot of content and. Um, I think it was ESPN, and they flashed this graphic, and they had uh, they were talking about Golden State, which I didn't realize they said this was their sixth championship, and I'm like, really? I didn't even realize that. So they're tied for third all time with the Chicago Bulls. Uh, they're the fourth different NBA team to win at least three titles in a four year span, but the seventh team to win three NBA titles in a four year span. Which I know that sounds bizarre. Anyway, I mean it's a very very significant thing. But they had this one graphic, and they were showing all these teams that did like essentially had back to back wins over the same NBA Finals opponent. And I'm like, man, Randy would have really hated the 1960s Celtics-Lakers deal. Because <laughs> it was just like, boom. It was just Celtics-Lakers, 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 boom, 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 like over and over and over and over. So, hey, it's not like it hasn't ever happened before. It's just been a long-ass time. But, anywho, yes, I can't wait for your film breakdown. <laughs> so, well, what game, have, what, game, what game have you been playing? <laughs> Actually, uh, I literally, over the weekend, put in like 20 hours, uh, South Park, the fractured butthole. Okay. Yeah. It's a fun game. Hilarious. Love it. I, I have no idea what it is, but I'm glad that, it's I'm basically, glad that you enjoyed it's it. It's basically uncensored South Park in, an R, in a superhero RPG. But do they have Mr. Mister? Doubtful. <laughs> no, they don't. 
unfortunately. Well, then blame Canada on that. <laughs> That's right. Hey, speaking of blaming Canada, oh, I actually have a song dedication for Donald Trump. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> no. This, seriously, the, the, this 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 song goes out to Donald J. The J stands for genius Trump. Right here. <laughs> From Incubus. Who figures it out first? Mark. Mark? I can't remember the name of the song. All right. I'll give you an I'll give you an assist. Oh, 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 oh. oh we got a train coming by. Yeah, buddy. Pardon me by Incubus. There you go. Anyway, and I also realized, I also realized, going back to Ovechkin, I also realized that there's another tie-in with the White House. We'll get to that. All right. But first, I wanted to go back to uh, Ovi, because I do love this soundbite. Mark, you're right. What is all that random background noise? <laughs> Somebody have an air conditioner blowing at him? It's probably a good call. It is kind of warm down here in the south, right? But hopefully the volume's good. Here we go. I said, not me say, it's uh, it just us saying, we're not going to be fucking sunk this year. <laughs> we're Stanley Cup champions. Yeah. I love it. I, lo- I love his team. He's so, he's like the quintessential hockey player, isn't he? <laughs> he just has like chiclets missing out of his pie hole. He just looks great, dude. I love him. But what is in I'm sorry. I, has anyone noticed the joy just in his oh face? Oh my god, he looks so happy, just dude. The joy that that man has had over the last, I don't know, week at least, or coming up on a week. Considering how long he's been in the league, I mean, to finally yeah. get this opportunity to hoist the cup, that's got to be the most amazing feeling in the world. I it's- mean, he is just joy on his face the entire time, and. I mean, could you imagine the joy on his face if he had seen the lady with the tits against the glass? I mean, that would have been amazing. Considering he was the only one that missed it? Yeah. <laughs> Priorities, man. Priorities. Yeah. Oh, that was, uh, yeah. Yeah, that was fun watching that evolve on, or devolve on Twitter, really. You know, to, to be fair. <laughs> I can't, you know, like... Of all the things to be remembered for, like in your life, she's the, she's the woman that pressed up her boobs against the glass at the Stanley Cup, man. Oh golly, that's an absolute. Ro- she looked she looked delighted though. She was thrilled. So and, you know, so were the players. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I don't know if she was a representative from that brothel down in Vegas, but I'm, 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 I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. One, one for six, two for ten. Yeah. Great deal. <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, but what I was going to say, uh, only because it, it made me chuckle, I was thinking about this thing. I was like, you know, Ovechkin, we're not going to be sucked this year. And I was thinking, oh, my God, now I know where Melania got her her, her idea from, right? Now I totally know because you figure, oh, you got Ovechkin, like, we're not going to be sucked this year. Be best. And I'm like, perfect. That's where Melania got be best from. It was Ovi. There you go. (laughs) Be best. (laughs) We are not going to be stuck. Be best. Stanley Cup champions. (laughs) 
Uh, Mark, that one's for you. <laughs> I didn't. I, I, uh, anyway, it made it's so stupid. It made me laugh. I chuckled driving to work. I must have said that to myself fifty times so I wouldn't forget it. <laughs> anyway, oh my gosh, we're not going to be sucked this year. That that's just one of my all time favorite like rando sports lines. Crude, messed up. You know, but so effective and absolutely memorable. But really, <laughs> Mark, I, I would think out of the out of the brew crew, realistically, you're you have to fill you have to sort of be our diehard Caps fan, even though it's maybe not you know over the whole period of your life. But you inherited that fandom from your wife, and you live in the area, and you clearly have adopted that and run with it. So it's not like you have long-standing suffering, but. We talked about like some of your favorite things, and we kind of tease that a little bit. But you know, what's the general sentiment in the area, uh, kind of the buildup, and just what it turned into? And is this party still going on? And how long do you think it's going to roll, dude? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, it is. But it's, what's interesting is I feel like it's 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 not like off the wall. Like, I mean, I you know, I, I felt like I kept on kind of looking for and expecting that I might hear about some. You know, idiotic. You know, damage done to you know property around DC or anything like that. It's really not West seen. Virginia, bro. Yeah, well, I know, but you still figure. I mean, it's a you know, place where certain. I mean, <laughs> yes, yeah, long, long standing. You know, it's been a long time since uh, since they've had a, a championship to celebrate. So I just kind of expected something like that might, might happen, but didn't. But you know, the streets were just you know, uh, you know, that <laughs> sounds bad, but but but. Uh, coated in red <laughs> red everywhere but not blood um, but uh but but rocking the red was was it was just beautiful it was just all over and you know i know i'm sure it'll be referenced later too but you know uh, i just think everything was done the right way like yeah. the the put taking out the full page ad for the knights classic class acts so 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 well done and and and, and well deserved i mean of course and, you know i mean to be fair I mean, they didn't really put much of a fight in the finals. I think maybe they'd run out of gas and or also the Caps were just, you know, they, they found their rhythm and I think just really, you know, had the right game plan to, to knock them down, but still doesn't take anything, anything away from what a season it was for the Knights. So class act to do something like that. Certainly not something that need to be done. I can't remember who was talked about in the podcast before. I don't know. I meant to mention it. Podcasting, we talked about it elsewhere, but the uh, Ted... Uh, the nice is the the owner, you know, buying tickets for you know two hundred of the Cap- Capital One Arena employees to go to the first round games. I mean, that was an awesome thing yeah. for him to do. I just I just love the way that organization has run, and you know, yeah, they'd suffered so much heartbreak the last few years, and you, you, you wanted lot. to believe that this was going to be the year, um, but you know, uh, tough loss in, in the first game. I don't think people panicked, but you know, you worried. But man, from that point on, I mean, the Caps just just really dominated. And I think really, when I think back to the last two games against the Lightning, and you know everything except for Game One of the Finals, they, I mean, really there wasn't a whole lot of sweating for Caps fans. I mean, it was still intense. It was super intense. I mean, any yeah, as we talk about you know many times, I mean, you and I, uh, it's it's all intense. But um, yeah, they 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 never really you know trailed. But yeah, I mean, I, the, the town is, is definitely still just you know through the roof excited, um, and and it's just fantastic. Um, I think that uh, everyone certainly 
you know, knows that's, um, it's, you know, they've got a great core team and I hope they can do it again next year. But, you know, it's, it's extremely tough to get through all the teams and, and beating, you know, taking out the Penguins like they did, you know, getting that off their back. You know, like I said, I mean, of course, I didn't want it to just end it that, but even if that had only been it, I would have been like, well, that's nice. That's good to finally have that one over with, maybe, maybe next year. But I don't know. Those, those boys just, you know, they riled up so hard. And, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's pretty wild around here. Uh, but I, just, I, I think it's, it's almost more like just a lot of pride than, like, crazy celebrations. I mean, like, everyone just feels really, you know, proud of, of seeing, like, what this team did and how they did it as a team. And as I, I've stated before, I think one of my favorite things about Ovechkin is how much it almost seems like he's happier. Of course he's happy when he, you know, accomplishes things, but almost happier when he sees, his, you know, his teammates, you know, make amazing things happen. Uh, yeah. When 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 Smith Pelly scored the the game tying goal, I mean he was you know in the, in the game five it was a really impressive goal. You know he was just through the roof on the on the the, the bench. No, you know we saw that a lot. <clears throat> saw that a lot during the playoffs though. Yeah. Something would happen, and uh, you know, and I, I don't remember the guy's name, but and I think it was against the Lightning, and it was a guy that kind of broke away uh, for a couple of goals. But anyway. Just think of the moments and think of think of the the things that went their way and when they scored or but they had a big play and and they would go to Ovi and that dude is just just cheering everybody on like there's no tomorrow. I mean, I, yeah. I think the takeaway from that is really that's a guy that by all appearances and we're not really in his head, but by all appearances, that's a guy that thoroughly enjoyed this playoff run and clearly you know loves that team, loves that. Just you know, he's living in a moment for sure. We referenced that earlier, but. It, it seems like heartfelt, genuine, and very real. You know what I mean? It's hard to right. it's hard to fake that. You might fake that in the game, but it that that just feels like it meant so much to him. Sure, but he understands how much it means to his team, and that makes it even sweeter for him. You know, for them, for I mean, him. You know what I mean? You think? Oh, absolutely. You think about any major sport. I mean, who, who isn't going to want to have a teammate like Ovi? I mean, yeah, you know, a guy who you, you know, you know, will go to go to battle for you for anything. Um, who, who, you know, yeah, I mean, I, I just think, you know, any, any, any pro sport would be lucky to have a guy like, you know, Ovi on their team. So, like, a couple of things, I guess, really, thinking about game five, and I, I really enjoyed the Stanley Cup finals. I know you, you go 4-1, you know, they kind of handled it. I, <laughs> maybe we should give credit to Pat Sajak and his intro in game three. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I did like their, their attempt at, like, cranking it up like uh, the Golden Knights did, but... That was a little bit silly, but that's okay. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I thought it was. Re- I just enjoyed the series, and I thought there were times that you know Vegas, you know, they they came at at it pretty hard. And it's not that I, I shouldn't say I wasn't worried about the Caps because I, I, you know, we've talked about the intensity of playoff hockey, but uh, you know, to me, it's like this was the this was the season they exercised the demons. They get you know they get past Pittsburgh. They they come back from being down to. Uh, it was a Columbus. They were down two games, right? Um, yes. You know, you got that one. Then you get Pittsburgh. Then you get, you know, dealing with Tampa Bay having to do that in Game Seven. That I think they closed every single series on the road. You know, they had all kinds of stuff that they did, and then they had to deal with Flurry, obviously ex Penguin, uh, in the Stanley Cup Finals. And then, then they also had to beat the story of of Vegas. You know what I mean? That's a lot. 
that team, this run through the playoffs, is significant on a lot of levels. They got over the hump. They got the monkey off their back. Hell, they got the damn zoo off their back. Um, I mean, they they did so much, so much in the course of that series, and I felt like it was almost like they had a confidence and a belief that uh, maybe in years past it, it, it didn't manifest, it didn't come out that way, but it, it just seemed to be there. Whether you're talking about Holpe, whether you're, whether you're talking about Ovi, the, the breaks, the bounces, the pucks generally went their way. And it's one thing I will say about Vegas. They had a lot of shots, man, that, that hit the post or just didn't quite go in. Um, and the Caps sold out, they, whether it was dropping hits on people or selling out to block a, block a shot, whatever, dude. That team laid, it, laid out there like champs, and they fully earned that Stanley Cup. I don't think, you know, it certainly wasn't easy by any stretch of the imagination. And I think it's fair to say the, the Stanley Cup is one of the most, the, that's, a, that's a hell of an undertaking. I'm not saying any sports championship is easy because that's not the right way to look at it. But the Stanley Cup is like, there's an extra layer of difficulty in getting the damn Stanley Cup. You know what I mean? And, and for them to have accomplished that the way they did, to exercise the demons, to get over the hump, all of that, I think this makes it that much sweeter for the organization, for you know, certainly the players, uh, for the owner, for, for, you know, DC, for the, you know, the DMV, if you will, and everybody that bandwagoned on. And I know people are critical of bandwagon fans, man, enjoy the moment. Let people enjoy the ride, dude. It's okay. You know, it's okay. What was this? 43, 44 years in the making for them to do that. It's a hell of a thing. So a couple, a couple of numbers that I think are interesting. All right. So the Caps are the third team in NHL history to clinch all four series on the road. They're the first team with three-plus goals in every Stanley Cup final game since 1982, okay? Wow. They're the second team in NHL history to trail in every single round and still win the Cup. Last team oh, was wow. yeah, last team was the 91 uh, uh, Pittsburgh Penguins, and they also tied an NHL record with their 10th road win during the postseason. So, I mean, that's it, a lot of very statistically significant things. Right, and if I recall correctly, ESPN referenced that the Caps were around thirty percent on their power play during the postseason. I mean, it, they they were very effective. There's a lot of layers to it, whether it's confidence, execution. Man, uh, I, it felt good. I know somewhere in the back of people's heads, I work with a lot of Caps fans, and you know these little, I don't want to say doubt, but you just remember other playoff series where they had a 3-1 lead. and other, You know, you just remember these things, and they've had some of that history on them, and this year did feel, even the, the, you know, the Caps fans that I spoke to, it felt different. They were, they were cautiously, I mean, they were optimistic, and they were confident. They were cautious about it because it was still in the back of their heads. But, you know, it just, to me, in the Stanley Cup in particular, I think Vegas regressed to the mean a smidge and really – the Capitals clearly demonstrated that they were the best team, you know, in the league. They demonstrated that, um, and I thought that was fantastic. So I don't know, man. Game five, I enjoyed it. I hope I hope everybody else did um, as well. You know, it's some nice moments, and I, I think Devontae Smith, Pelly, old DSP, that pass from Orpic. I know uh, Mark, you referenced it, but him falling down and still getting that damn puck in there to tie that game up was just magnificent that's, that's, that's enormous and, and and that's i mean i, I you know again I, I could i could happily run this podcast for a couple hours talking about this team what they did and i i, I don't i don't think you're suggesting it, but i i did want to clarify i mean talking about you know how i feel like the cap dominated that's definitely not to say that i think they you know were just running easily through you know 
bad teams. I mean, I, I just I think they really gelled together impressively, but they oh, yeah. I mean, they certainly still had to earn it, and they still I mean they, they you know I, maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit. I mean, they definitely still had tough moments. Obviously, even game five. I mean, certainly yeah they 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 did a great job in period one, but. Um, or really the start of the second period, but then, um, you know, the Golden Knights battled back. I mean, wild, uh, you know, 0 0 first period, and then, you know, five goal second period, I believe. That's... Uh, three, three, two Knights going to the, the third. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, certainly they, they needed, you know, clutch things to come back, but I, I, I guess one of the, one of my favorite points I was also going to reference is certainly that's, you know, while, you know, the OVs and, and the, uh, Backstroms and Kuznetsov and Carlson. I mean, the, the top dogs. You know, certainly they they pretty well performed throughout yeah. the playoffs, uh, the way you expect. They got so many great performances from the lesser known guy, from the new guys, Smith, Pelly, and Eller. Um, I always forget the guy's name exactly. Kempney, I believe it is. I mean, these, these guys that just you know you're not expecting huge moments from. I mean, Smith, Smith, Pelly, especially. I mean, he had several just absolutely mm-hmm. crucial moments throughout the uh, throughout the postseason. Um, so, you know, that, that was just so great to see. I, I, I like mean, the certainly... fact, I like the fact with Smith Pelly, you know, there's so many difficult names in hockey. He almost feels like, well, I can't just be like Smith. We got to add an extra name on there, right? That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. <so> <laughs> Tack another one on there, man. There's not enough syllables on my jersey. Can we stick another name on there, please? Thanks, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but, uh, I mean, just, he had some, he had some huge moments and no, you're oh, right, absolutely. man. You're right. You you saw a lot of players clutch up in different moments and make big shots. I mean, hell, you got Lars Eller when they took the lead. They go up 4-3. That's one of those right place, right time kind of things where right. I mean, that puck just it, – it almost looked like Flurry just kind of farted it out behind him. You know what I mean? And Eller's just right there to be like, boop. You know, it just it just, it just incredible moments. And, you know, again, I, I think watching that team sell out, that was – you you said gelling earlier, and I think that's legit, man. That that was a team. That's a legit team effort, and I think the joy in their faces and the brotherhood that they had over this run, I think, was very evident. Uh, not only in how they played, but certainly how they celebrated at the end. Uh, I thought that was just fantastic, just fantastic. Yeah, and, and and I mean, you know, again, I mean, I guess also, obviously, I'm talking about you know dominating. I, I don't want to make it sound like I don't think they had to fight for it. I mean, let's also say, I mean, game two, you know, Holby's Holby's late save. I mean, I I don't think that I'll ever get over that, and I don't think that I'll ever forget that. That's you know, mm-hmm. just I'm, I mean, incredible. You you worry about recency bias, and I, I I'm a I'm a pretty big hockey lover, but I'm not going to pretend that I'm, you know, lifelong, you know, historian. So I, you know, recently biased might be, might be there, but I mean, it's, 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 I'm hard pressed to not think that it would be up there in the top, who knows, you know, top five or 10. I mean, just, just for the importance, both the importance and the fact that I just, I still feel like I could watch it 50 times and still not quite be able to wrap my mind around how exactly uh, did you have the control all-time to stop safe, that. dude. All-time, all-time safe. Just un- unreal. Did you all-timer. know, did you know, and Holtby, I think, is a fascinating case because, um, you know, you think about what the Caps haven't been able to do up until this year. Number First of all, number one, Holtby has a, an absolutely incredible playoff beard. He has one of the he has one of the, he has one of the best yeah. playoff beards you're ever gonna see. And matter yeah. of fact, when they show a picture of him clean shaven, you're like, who the hell is that? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's so strange. I don't like it. It's so weird. But uh, Holt Beard, forget Holt Beast, Holt Beard. I mean, that dude, that dude's facial like fuzz is impressive. Uh, I, I couldn't grow a beard like that. Uh, I mean, I, I just there's no way, dude. I, I would need a chia pad. <laughs> I would need somebody to glue a beard on me. I couldn't do it, man. Hair I got, beard I can't do. 
But Holtby's interesting. Uh, and again, if you think of the history of the Cavs, you go play, you know, oh, they've come up short, they've come up short, they've come up short. But Holtby's numbers are actually freaking incredible. There's an article on, uh, uh, not PFT, but it's part of that all lumped in, so NBC Sports, and they were talking about Holpe, and they said that um, going back to the start of the 1960s playoffs, Holpe has a 9-2-9 career postseason save, uh, his save percentage. It's the third best all time. Third best all time. Trailing Tim Thomas, who has a, a 9-32, and Johnny uh, Brower's 9-31. Think about that. I mean, that's amazing. That's crazy. Right? And yeah. they start listening to all these people that, you know, that have won cups and done this and done that. And here's a guy that's had some pretty, you know, significant performances and, and they just haven't been able to get it done. And then they just, I mean, they just listed out all these years and their opponents and his save percentage. And they were, you know, basically it was like, look at his save percentage and they lost. And in 2012, the Rangers, he was 929. 2013, the Rangers is 922. You know, the Rangers in 2015, 945. Jesus. You, you know, right. against the Penguins in 2016, 923. <clears throat> against the Penguins in 2017, that, that was a little rough, 887. But, you know, he had a whole bunch of those that, that were, I mean, they're just jacked up and they just weren't able to get it done. You know, it, right. it's pretty and, wild, and we, should, and we shouldn't forget. I mean, he didn't even start the postseason. I mean, he mm-hmm. he, he had had some some regular season Correct. struggles. I, I and and uh, another great great you know lifelong you know captain, much much longer than I've been. Uh, the guy who was the um, the efficient at, at my wedding, uh, John Blumberg, great guy. Him and his wife, lifelong. They're season ticket holders, lifelong crazy fans. Um, he and I have talked about it a lot, and both of us were like, I. Grubauer is certainly no no slouch as a backup at all, but just hard pressed to think just based on just history, not you know thinking so much about you know that Holby had some you know mild regular season struggle that, that he should have started the postseason. Yeah, but you know again kudos to you know not you know he he and I don't think he was just paying lip service you know the whole time he he didn't complain about it, he didn't mm-hmm. you know. You know, whined about it all. Said, you know, coach, coach is doing what they, they think is best. I'm going to yeah. do whatever I can to help this team. And then, as soon as he was called upon, he came in and did what he needed to do. And obviously, had just a phenomenal postseason. So, uh, yeah, he's another guy that certainly. Uh, uh, I don't think we'll have to pay for uh, you know drinking uh, Washington for a long time. I uh, doubt it. Ever, ever, maybe. Um, they, they may and, not. They uh, may not be able to ride the Metro Incognito anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, no. <clears throat> <laughs> Maybe he'll actually have a spare, though. <laughs> Maybe, uh, but I mean, but check this out. Check this from the same article. In the five series before this season that Holtby and the Capitals had lost, he had a combined save percentage of nine two four, and that includes the eight eight seven against the Penguins in twenty seventeen. Those five series accounted for thirty four games. Among active goalies that have appeared in at least thirty four playoff games, only four of them. Have a save percentage better than nine to four, and yes, Holpe's one of them. And again, those are all series that he lost. I mean, it, it it really is an amazing thing to look at, and right. you know, the the really the thrust of the article was really about the frustrations for the Capitals and just how bitter some of these losses have been. Because generally, when you look at those numbers, those are those are teams, those are goalies that are winning those series. You know, so I, it, a lot of things broke their way. And again, 
you know, I'm not going to pretend I'm a diehard hockey fan. I'm not. I've said many times I enjoy playoff hockey because it gets so intense and they're beating the hell out of each other. I love that. Um, and I like Olympic hockey. But just, you know, I really enjoyed, and there's some bias because we're in the area, but I really enjoyed, you know, this playoff run. And just some of the stuff they did as a team, some of the saves that Holtby made, some of the just the big moments, their willingness to lay it on the line. Boy, if you love team sports, man, you know, I mean, there were so many people that said, you know, I'm not really a hockey fan, but I tell you, this really wrote me in or uh, I'm going to, you know, and there were a lot of people I, I work with and that I've just in casual conversations striking up. They're like, man, I've just really enjoyed this. And quite honestly, hockey diehards, I know you might bitch about it, but you, you shouldn't. The more eyeballs you get watching this stuff, the better it is for the sport. Better it is. And if, if that if this run gets you know bumps up the fan base and gets a lot of attention in the area, that's a win. That's right. a win. And quite frankly, if you love sports, they deserve all of that. Because oh, yeah. that was and, and you, that was pretty fantastic. Oh, absolutely. And you you also made a great great point that's you know both you know sports fans and non sports fans alike should hopefully be able to look at and, and recognize with hockey playoffs is it, it is. Oh, I absolutely think of the major sports. It is the most grueling postseason. Uh, I believe Carlson. I think it was Carlson. I, I'm about to try to look it up, but I had a great quote when they were asking him you know, about midway through the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, when he, you know, was was uh, kind of thinking about you know, you know, over the last many years, you know, that they'd been at home at this point in the postseason. He was like, I mean, I'm exhausted. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> I, I, I get it. I mean, this is this is grueling. Um, yeah, we're not we we haven't been to this point before, and uh, I mean I, I I can't remember. I mean I'd have to look up too, but I mean somebody you know highlighted how many games they play and mm-hmm. you know what period of time, and I mean it's just because it's such a physical sport, it's such a demanding sport, and you know you can't take any plays off. I mean you know in most other sports there's you know timeouts and things like that. I mean you really don't have but so many stoppages in hockey. Uh, yeah, certainly you're switching out lines here and there, but I mean you always have to be on the ready. It's it's just grueling. So, so I did want to play a couple of the a couple of the calls for that, which I think was pretty fantastic. And again, you know, this is probably in particular for longtime fans. Uh, I, I think is is especially sweet, but it's just fun to hear some of the uh, some of the radio calls and some of the announcer calls. This is it. Get ready, Washington. Oh. It's been a team of destiny. All we need is a puck drop and release the hounds. Eller for the draw. And as the puck drops, the words that D.C. fans have been waiting to hear since 1974. The Washington Capitals are the 2018 Stanley Cup champions. It's not a dream. It's not a desert mirage. It's Lord Stanley, and he is coming to Washington. It's not a desert mirage, man. Come on, yeah. dude. <laughs> love it, man. Just love that stuff, dude. Mm-hmm. The fan reactions were fun. The announcer <coughs> reactions were fun. Um, and, and certainly the, all the partying. All the partying has been great, dude. The partying has been absolutely fantastic. Dude. Ovi has gone Leroy Jenkins more times than he can count. <laughs> bro, bro. I've seen so many, like, rando references. I loved him. I think he was at a Nats game, and he was. it looked like he was in a level by himself just holding up the Stanley Cup. 
That was pretty. Yes, he, he was. He was absolutely doing that. And, and I mean, you know, a, a serious, a serious. Like uh, another thing that I love about the team is like they're not like off like you know celebrating and like you know fancy yacht somewhere or anything like that. They're they're celebrating with the people. I mean, they've asked me that obviously the stuff in the fountain was <clears throat> phenomenal, uh, absolutely phenomenal. Uh, yeah, the, as you referenced the 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 one at this the. Uh, Nats game where yeah I mean you see Ovi's just standing up there just holding it up I I mean I I can't imagine how little sleep they've gotten in the last week and, and they don't care and they should they don't I care mean, this, this is amazing and uh, they'll, they'll, they'll they'll sleep eventually maybe by like you know October <laughs> maybe what do you what do you think what what is their uh what's their BAC average this week right what's what's the what's the over under it, it, it I'm can't. taking the over <laughs> yeah I'm taking the over too. <laughs> Odd, odds are very i mean very high on the over hey, you know what your brother should be an uber driver in dc right now he'd be making bank oh, yeah, honestly i told him that um i mean uh my my, my direct boss uh his, his uh one of his relatives is a cop and I, I certainly understand this completely but you know he was talking about the cops are honestly as much as of course they're you know crazy excited rooting for the caps they really wanted to see the, the Caps win it on the road because <laughs> as crazy as they knew it would be, you know, regardless, you know, if the Caps won it, you know, back in D.C., that would have been yeah. extra madness, and I, I get that. <laughs> that would have been pretty fantastic, but, uh, you know. I kind of wanted to see it, but, I mean, yeah. of course, it was amazing either way, and, and you know, I, 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 I'm an... Yeah, you know, my my older age. I mean, I, I can't. Yeah, you know, say I did. I didn't go out amongst it. I, you know, it was a weekday. Age. I had to work. Yeah, you know, things on, like that. Man. But um, but I still, you know, thoroughly enjoyed it. And and yeah, you know, I really feel like I haven't stopped smiling. Um, it's 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 just awesome. So I mean, I, I um, and unfortunately, I had, had uh, some uh, my boss is out of town, so I needed to stick around. So I wasn't able to join him for the the parade either. But uh, but I'm mm. not unless I'm. I know, I know, but uh, it doesn't mean I'm not loving it. <laughs> Rando side note, man, is this the first time that someone's got to redo like the like the pitch? <laughs> Incidentally, like I mean, like how yeah, many how many times so, like how many times does somebody like throw out a terrible pitch and then they're like, nah, you get another one. <laughs> and I like how the Washington Nationals like they, they, they Instagram or tweet or whatever it was, and they said when you win the Con Smythe Trophy. You get as many mulligans as you want. <laughs> Hashtag <Absolutely>. all caps. <laughs> yeah, about fifty cent was like, "Where's my, yeah, where's my redo? Like, what, what the hell, man? <laughs> where's, where's, where's my redo, bro? Come on!" I thought that was, I mean, that was just great. And if you look up Ovechkin in the Stanley Cup, I mean, just you're gonna find so many things where they're celebrating. It's like keg stands, singing "We Are the Champions" at a backyard barbecue, sleeping with the Stanley Cup. He took it on the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, where he and uh, uh, Ovi and Holpe, um, and then Triple Crown winning jockey Mike Smith drank from it, and then Jimmy Fallon did a keg stand out with it. I mean, it's just like nuts, dude. <laughs> he was slow dancing with it. I mean, it, it's just fantastic. There's so much stuff, dude. Uh, I think that's honestly, I think that's one of my favorite things with the Stanley Cup is and I don't know I mean does anybody else do anything like this with the trophy I mean I, I don't think it like they're in, they're behind glass cases like you can't do any you know what I mean you can't touch uh. them and I love the fact that the Stanley Cup is just out there they do all this ridiculousness with it and then it, you know it, it honestly the Stanley Cup it's also a fun trophy to read all the facts about where like it, names are misspelled on it and there's all this like goofiness with it and there's like multiple uh, what are there, I think there's at least two of them there's the original and then there's 
this one. But like, it's a fun trophy. Just read facts about it. Super fascinating. But I love the fact they're just out and about. They take that thing all over the place. And people have a great time with it, man. You know, the players have a great time with it. It makes for great photo ops. I, I don't know. I think that just makes the whole thing even better, dude. Really do. I really want to click on this. I don't know if this is going to be bad or not. This weird... Yeah. Let's see if I can find it. Oh, yeah. Ovi hugging up on that thing. Oh, random side note. Let's see if I can find this real quick. Hold on. Well, oh, bloody I can, hell. I can say real quickly. So again, oh, here the, it is. I, I, did, um, I did find it. I wanted to give a little dap, little dap for Ovi, because not only does he have the Stanley Cup, he and his wife are expecting their first child. Nice. Salute! Very awesome. He shoots, he scores. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Put that one in the net. <laughs> oh, that's Slipped it past the goalie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, oh. Uh, good time. Slap that? shot. <laughs> oh. Power play. <laughs> actually, <laughs> actually, I guess that counts more as a power lay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, too soon. Oh, just kidding. Hopefully, that's not what she said. <laughs> hey. As a, no. That's okay. I'm going to leave that one alone. Sorry, Mark. Leave that Go ahead, Mark. Go ahead, Mark. What were you going to say, man? That's quite all right. Um, no, I was just referencing the, the um, aforementioned the Blumbergs. Um, they're awesome. And, you know, again, the ticket season holders. So the, I guess for the ticket season holders, the I guess it was probably Sunday. Um, I think it was. They must have held an event at, at, at Capital One Arena for uh, the ticket season holders to come mm-hmm. and hang out with the trophy and things like that. And uh, they have one kid who's, uh, I think, just, just about two years old, but they just had another um, and, and finished you know, maybe just, just at right about a month old. So I figure, especially Justin, I feel like, you know, uh, well, I don't know, you know Chloe, <laughs> both your kids are getting big quick, but not quite an infant anymore. But, you know, he's like, Infants, of course, we got to get a picture of the infant in the cup. So, they, yeah, it's a very adorable picture of uh, this, you know, three-week-old baby just looking milk drunk in the cup. <laughs> uh, it's, it's fantastic times. Well, you know, the baby's milk drunk. Ovi's actually drunk. It's a fair trade. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> it's a fair deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see if the audio is good on this. This is uh, uh, Dan Steinberg tweeted this one out. It's uh, it's Ovechkin casually grilling out while while singing "We Are the Champions." Let's see, Let's see if the audio is good. Шашлыкови. Сань, сколько сегодня будешь делать мясо? Сколько мяса будешь делать сегодня? That's disappointing. I thought it was going to be better than that. Oh well. No, that's okay. You know what? He was probably he was probably. Shit canned in that in that video anyway. <laughs> I, 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 I did I did read I think one of the uh some some interviewer was trying to like get into the um the booth with uh Obi and the other guys during the Nationals game and talk yeah. to them and they just you know started randomly saying we are the champions like they couldn't get any kind of you know interview in but guys just started singing. <laughs> That's pretty fit. Yeah, I was trying to find that one too. Uh, right. I thought I had that pulled up, but that's that's okay. That's okay. One other thing, and, and I thought this was uh, pretty fantastic. Uh, again, just the whole thing, just the emotion of the players, seeing Ovi, seeing all the celebrations, it, it, it's really cool. And then every once in a while, you also have that real tug at the heartstring kind of thing. 
and you know just the 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 real impact of the moment and how much it means to some people and some players and um how impactful it was in the post game with TJ Oshie talking about his dad and man I mean if that didn't if that didn't make the room if that didn't make the room a little dusty brother you know what I mean yeah not that that broke my heart but beautiful at the same time yeah and here it is in case you missed it here it is so it means a lot to your close family your dad your mom talk about them yeah uh, my dad uh oh boy he doesn't uh he doesn't remember uh, a lot of stuff uh, these days. Um, he remembers enough, but I tell you what, he's here tonight. I don't know where he's at, but uh, this one will stick with him forever. I love the fact that um, his dad got to come down on the ice and Oshi, he and his dad lifted up the Stanley Cup together. That's awesome. I mean, what? I mean, it, it's a great picture, but what a what a phenomenal thing. And I mean, you know, Alzheimer's is one of those. Just it's just a what an awful thing for people to go through. Yeah, and you, yeah, I mean, it, it's just it's it's a, that's a. I mean, there's a lot of things that are cruel in life, and Alzheimer's is certainly one of those. You know, uh, diseases, and it's just it's just just terrible things to people and and you know families, and it's a lot to deal with. So that to be able to share that moment with his dad is is fantastic. Uh, but that that was yeah. The room got dusty, man. <laughs> room got dusty, brother. Woo, woo. But just the just the raw emotion on his face was just you could just you just knew how much it meant to them. And a, again, I, I when people complain about sports <clears throat> and complain about athletes and how much they make and you know, holdouts and blah blah blah, they're detached from this. You do get reminders. You know what I mean of the pure joy of winning a championship and of, of the brotherhood of a team. And I really think the Caps are a great reminder in this moment of love of sport, love of team, love of city, uh, and just how much that, you know, doing that together meant. Um, and this, that's nice. You know what I mean? That's a, that, yeah. Every once in a while you need that. Yeah, this team just <clears throat> like you were just saying, you could just see the the camaraderie there, mm-hmm. and you know, serving in the military, we had that. At the, you know, we always had each other's backs no matter what, yeah. and you could tell that those guys had each other's backs no matter what. Yeah, uh, and you know, it, it it was one of the few times through the TV you could sense that. Yeah. And that's yeah. a, particularly with pros. You know, you might see a little bit, that a little bit more more frequently with some of the college stuff, but particularly with the pros, people get right. a little jaded. And there, there is something. There's, I think it's particularly true with the NHL. Man, there's, there's just something about that sport and about those teams when they win the Stanley Cup. You know, and maybe that's just a testament to how damn difficult it is to do and what it takes to win it, or or maybe it's something that just the makeup of the guys. The makeup of the players in the NHL, I don't know, but uh, no, I mean you're right, man. It's just, it's just, it's it's real. It, it's genuine. It, yes, I mean, real. I, 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 and if I can say it real quickly, I mean, yeah. you know, I, uh, obviously, I, I have a, a, a very amazing wife that I, I love very much, and she's she was here you know, about eight or nine years before I was here, and has been a a Caps fan you know, throughout, and. 
you know, as we all you know deal with things, she she's got a pretty awful situation that she's dealing with with a, a, a aunt. You know, she's very close with who's, who's very ill, and just seeing the amount of joy that my wife has felt through this. I mean, that's that alone. You know, I mean, obviously mm-hmm. it made me very happy too, but that alone, you know, makes it extremely worth it for me. You yeah. know, sports. You know, yeah, sport. You know, when people you know do the idiotic things and you know, um, you know, get way too attached to sports and you know, cause you know fights over sports, things like that. Well, that's you know stupid and shouldn't happen. But you know, sports absolutely can bring people together and can bring people happiness. That's you know they'll never forget. I mean, she'll never forget this. I, I won't ever forget this. And and you know to be able to have that escape. Um, is, is something we all need and deserve, and, and you know, I, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I've got no issue with you know, quote unquote bandwagoners, because like you said, I mean, the city as well. I mean, it's a beautiful thing to see how much this city, you know, was brought to life by this, and I expect it to last for a good long while, and it's a beautiful thing, and I don't know what negative, you know, somebody would uh, attach to that. It's, it's, it's just fun. I mean, you see people. With, you know, I genuinely feel like the city has been very, very just smiley and happy as hell for the last, you know, week or so, and then longer than that, and hopefully it'll last for a long time. Well, I guess, you know, you can either get medicinal or you can win a Stanley Cup. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Why not both? <laughs> Why not very, both? Very <laughs> oh, I'm sure, dude. Uh, and I did find that one that you were talking about, or I think this is the one you were talking about. I'm going to play this. Hopefully the audio is decent. Tom Wilson, the entire roster here. Alex, what has this been like? This is your first time in front of this many DC sports fans back in DC since you won the cup. What is this like? Uh, it's great. Um, you know, we have fun. <laughs> no, but uh, we are the champions, my friend. They're just chugging beer. I love it. Oh, it's not even like it's that, it, you know, again, it's just one of those things, man. They're just, ha- those, those dudes are having a good old time, man. They're having a good old time. Um, yes. Oh, maybe, here's another one. There you go. so good um side note and this one's really for you mark they were talking about uh, uh for the win had an article they were talking about uh, obviously how bummed out vegas fans were uh, but that uh given all the money that was thrown down on the nights winning the stanley cup just because the odds were so fantastic the vegas sports books they made out a, a bit better with the caps winning that thing and they said that overall las vegas sports books stood to lose five to seven million dollars on the nights yeah, buddy. Ouch. So, I think that's I, you know why the buildings are big in Vegas. <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, they may have willingly traded that. I don't know. I still, th- it's still amazing to me that people would have a bet and not cash the ticket, and they would just frame it and keep it. But yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, yeah, it, it depends uh, on how much. Yeah. Right. Um. 
and Mark, I, I know you referenced the referenced the ad, and I, I wanted to read this out because I, I, again, I I think it's great of the Capitals. Uh, you know, the, the Golden Knights have been such a great story over the course of the season, and a lot of people latched onto that, and that that story roped a lot of people in too. In fact, I think it probably overshadowed a lot of other teams in the playoffs. There's nothing wrong with that per se because it gets more eyeballs, and I think a lot of people paid attention. And it really was an incredible story. It really was, and that organization. And those players deserve some credit and some kudos for doing something that, you know, I mean, they're an expansion team in their first year. And there they are playing for a championship. I mean, it's it's absolutely amazing what they accomplished together. It really is. You can nitpick and you can criticize the NHL for how they handled the expansion draft. That's fine. They still had to do it. And I, I'm pretty sure nobody was picking them to, you know, to do what they did at the beginning of the season. But I love this, you know, I, I love the fact that the Capitals took out that ad uh, in the Las Vegas Review Journal, and you know the ad is very straightforward, and it just says, "Congrats to the Vegas Golden Knights on the most successful inaugural season in the history of professional sports. World-class ownership, front office, coaching staff, and people. A magnificent team of talented, hardworking players and stars. A fantastic venue filled with passionate, loud, and proud fans. It was an honor to compete against you in the Stanley Cup Final. You are truly Vegas strong." I mean that that's a class. You know what I mean? That's a classy thing to do for an organization to, to, to pay respect to another organization in that manner. I thought it, it just fantastic. Very oh, nice. absolutely! Just Very fan- nice. just I, fantastic. I, I, I don't think that uh, the Eagles are gonna take out a full page ad for the Patriots or no. uh, anything like that. <laughs> no, <laughs> maybe that's no. unfair comparison. Uh, no, not uh, quite. Not quite. Not quite. <laughs> They, oh, would, God. they would say, suck it, losers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, no, I mean, that's a, it's a phenomenal move, and, and, and yeah, certainly one that uh, is not you know, necessary or required, but I think just, you know, again, continues to highlight that they they wanted to show that, you know, they're doing this the right way, and, and, and they know. I mean, as we, we keep highlighting how challenging it is to get through not just the regular season, but the, mm-hmm. the NHL postseason and sort of for an inaugural team to do what they did. I mean, they, they deserve so much you know, credit, so that that's just a really cool gesture. Gentlemen, gentlemen, we haven't done a salute o'clock yet, and I mean, my God, we, we, we need to do this. Look, we're talking about the Stanley Cup champions. We're talking about, well, we haven't really thought very much about Golden State, but that's probably not... You know, I know Rand- Randy's saving all of that up for us, but since I've been Moana flavored, <laughs> you know, with, like I, I've, I've been running with the music on that a little bit of "You're Welcome," I thought we might as well, you know, "You're Welcome." Oh, champions rings, man! That's right, the trophy, the rings. I hope I'm not the only one here that's actually seen Moana. No, I have. Come on, dude. Okay, I, I know. I'm just I saying. I got two girls. Come on. <laughs> okay, so I guess that means I'm the only one that hasn't seen it. It's a good movie, uh, dude. Yeah, make it look shiny. Dwayne yeah, Rock Johnson. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, we can go back to that. We can go back to that. Here you go. Hey, Ovi. Thank you, buddy. When you're staring at a demigod. What can I say except you're welcome, you're welcome. for the tides, the sun, the sky. <laughs> <laughs> There's some Disney movies like uh, and my kids are really little, so every once in a while we'll break one out. Like we watched The Little Mermaid uh, the other week, and some movies like it's not that they're they're still good. They just 
they didn't age as well as I would have thought. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like right. the, the Little Mermaid's one of those where I, like I remember that more fondly than what it, how I felt about it watching it as a as an adult. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, eh, you know, it's all right. I'm not hating on it, but it's not as good as I remember it. I mean, The Lion King I still think is pretty fantastic, but I could probably skip ever watching The Little Mermaid again and be totally fine. I still haven't seen uh, Frozen, by the way. I've avoided that one. Yeah, you ain't avoiding that one for too much. I, longer, I'm not bro. not forever, not forever, Sorry. but but for now, but for now, I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm I'm okay for the, for the time being. Uh, I think you, you should you should. Uh, I don't know. I feel like your 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 kids might really appreciate this this, this show called Fargo. I really think they'd enjoy that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's what, quality family programming. Do, do, look, you know what we got roped into is is shameless. That's what we got roped into. It's a good show, but it's no Fargo. I know we're we're, we're just <laughs> finishing up season one of Shameless. Hey, um, hey Justin. Yeah, there's like twelve Mark, seasons. Mark's, Mark's never gonna let that go. <laughs> I'm not because I, I don't know when I gave him those freaking Blu-rays. It's been like three years. I'm exaggerating a little bit. Yes. I do have to ask. I, I know you have a boatload of music saved, but if yeah. you're watching Shameless, Garth Brooks did Shameless. So I gotta ask it. I, I don't do know I, if you'll do actually I have, have it? music. Well, you know, it's possible. There you it's go. Po- it's there possible. You go. Okay. Yeah. I had like three or four songs while you guys were talking hockey, like come up in my head, but. <laughs> I was like, okay. I uh, actually really liked that. Was it In Pieces? I think is the name of, of one of his yes. albums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I actually really like that album. Um, I will, I will, I will readily admit. I don't. I'm not a real big country guy. Um, but my high school girlfriend at the time uh, made me a, a thing. So I, you know, I had to listen to it a lot with her. <laughs> it was actually a pretty good. Album. <laughs> you know, here I am. Was I was like listening to like death metal and all kinds of rando stuff, and I'm like, okay, I can get down with some Garth Brooks. It's okay, you know. It's dude, fine. I've seen that but dude twice in th- concert. He, he is dude, the best. Dude, this is my jam. This is my jam, brother. Right here. This is my jam. Little nice. Garth Brooks. It's a fun song, man. Yes, mm. absolutely. That's right. Mark's probably like, why the hell are we playing Garth Brooks? <laughs> what happened? No, I, I can respect Garth. Yeah, I'm, I'm not much of a country guy either. but That's okay. Standing outside the fire, man. I love the song. It's st- like th- this song. is this is aged wonderfully, wonderfully well. I've never seen him live. One day, maybe. Although uh, I would imagine his concert is super just, expensive. It's a great concert. Randy, did we lose you? Are you still alive? I'm still alive. Okay. <laughs> just check him in. Not, sorry, like, I'm not playing at Whitfield and falling asleep on us, but you know. <laughs> I was going to say, I think that wagers may have to be taken on whether I turned 40 first or you watch Fargo first. Uh, I will watch Fargo before you turn 40. I, wait, 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 wait. Do, do, can we get Mark's exact age? <laughs> 31, I think. I can't do it. Okay, we'll do it live. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing live! Fuck it! Doing live! I, I'll write it and we'll do it live! You are not hey, 31. Fucking thing I'm sucks. 35. <laughs> what? I sort of I, re- I sort of remember my mid 30s. 
sort of. Thirty-five. Damn. Yeah. Well, it, who's the? Am I the oldest one here? Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, Randy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Actually, I think Woodfield's older than me, but that's why that's why he's already retired. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, in September, you're turning 41, so yeah, yeah you're know, the oldest one here. Oh, it's so weird. Whitfield said F, but I'm out. <laughs> yeah, Whitfield's probably somewhere having some Metamucil. <laughs> oh, Matt, when you listen to this, man, uh, you know, be sure to check your depends, bro. Pirate Ranch. Yeah, Metamucil. <laughs> oh, anyway, well, hey, let's just hope he can shake this off. I mean, hey, Whitfield, just let you know. Metamucil, there is no reason to shake. <laughs> oh, that was so dumb. So dumb. Whew. Man, God bless. So, oh, uh, oh but, the, say what? Back to the yeah, back clock. where we were. Salute o'clock. Oh, oh salute o'clock. Thank you, Randy, for for uh, reeling us back into reality. Thank you, um, Randy. <laughs> okay, here, actually, that makes me think. I, I, we went on the Garth Brooks tangent. I mean, really? I can't believe we did. Dude, we've Let me... gone break Broken Wing and Garth Brooks tonight. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Oh, I hope I have the song. And when Obi oh. said we're not gonna suck it, it made me think of we're not gonna take it anymore. Oh man, I don't have that. Are you kidding me? I don't have that song. Holy moly! Hold on, because this dude, I, I need to refresh my beverage. Yeah, I know, dude. I, oh, here you go. Uh, is that it? Right, I'll be right back. I, I need to. Well, I kind of want to refresh mine too. There it is, Randy. Was, there you go. So soul to soul, baby. Back to reality. Wow. When was the last time you heard this song, y'all? I think I wasn't even a teenager yet. <laughs> or it was early teens. That's right. I, I know. Mark may not have been alive yet. I don't think I was alive. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't recognize his music. <laughs> Wow! Oh, just remember. Don't go there with me. <laughs> don't go there with me. Uh, just remember, Mark. <laughs> We're not going to be sucked this year. Be best. Be best. <laughs> We're not. Going you know what? To take it. You know what? We, we do need actually before salute o'clock. I need. I actually need a full and cold beer. This beer is empty. <laughs> let so me, should we take a yes. quick break? Uh, yeah. we're, this is not. A, we're not doing a segment break, but we're let's just get fresh beverages and we'll roll through uh, some stupid news updates and maybe a, uh, we'll bitch about the finals and then we'll get out of here. Uh, yeah, game yeah one. we <laughs> game one. Hey, Jr. Boom. Yes, let's do that. I'm just gonna pause it. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right. All right. We had to uh, just uh, at least refill our, uh, you know, beverages or you know, koozies or whatever the case would be. So, uh, Sh- <laughs> Shannon. Oh man, Randy. Thanks for uh, thanks for inspiring a really random throwback song. By the way, <laughs> here we problem. go. Here we go. So we're we're gonna go ahead and do salute o'clock. 
with soul to soul, man. Back to life. Why not? <laughs> oh, gentlemen, I am enjoying a three-notched 40-mile IPA after I crushed a ghost IPA and also my uh, Jack and Coke, which is now very, very empty. Oh, well, that's okay. Mm. It sure did hit the spot, though. My gosh. Shannon, what you got, brother? Dude, I'm rocking the Hardywood Richmond Lagers tonight. I think you've had that for like three weeks, man. I, three I episodes, the right? Big the big ass pack at Costco. So. <laughs> Is that actually on the box? Is it called the big ass pack? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just what I call it. <laughs> you know, if we if we had a brewery, we would have to sell one of our bottles would have to be the big ass beer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now the question is is what type would it be? Oh, I don't know. Dang. We we could have the big ass hop fest, the big ass lager. We could just big ass all of we you know what? The sports brew, we would have we would the sports brew's big ass brewery. That's what it would be right there. <laughs> just have a just a big gigantic ass is yeah. like the cover. You dude, know? we'd we'd get a we'd co-brand with uh, we'd, dude, IPA. Dude, dude, Sir <laughs> Mixalot would want would want would be an investor. We'd be all all, all there, dude. I'm telling you, all there. <laughs> <laughs> baby got back lager. Yeah, or a uh, baby got back double IPA. Yeah, yeah. As long as we didn't go, you know. And wait a second, wait a second. We don't need the. We just wouldn't break out the the, the Nicki Minaj Anaconda fart version, right? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Memories. <laughs> I know. I'd forgotten how ridiculously stupid this video is. Uh, so sounds dumb. like Matt after a glass of Benamucil. <laughs> <laughs> if, 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 let me ask you a question. Could, can we call it Matamucil at that point? <laughs> Man. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> that's terrible! Oh it's funny, lord, but it's terrible. It it is it is absolutely oh. awful. Way to go, Horrible. way to go, MacGuffin! <laughs> click click pull, click, click, click pulling click. out all the stops, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we still have to we have to finish our salute o'clock. Yep. Who hadn't gone yet? Who hadn't gone? Who are we missing? Dista and Gals. Yep. Oh, Mark, what you got, brother? I'm thoroughly enjoying this. Honestly, it's the uh, first drink I've gotten to enjoy since uh, last Wednesday when I had the, the mouth stuff. So your uh, fat I, lip. I didn't even get to drink to celebrate the uh, cap victory, which was unfortunate. But uh, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoying uh, a dogfish head mixed media. Nice. Vino esque ale. Very delicious. There you go. That's Here. good. Randy, what you got, bro? Well, given it's getting to be that time of year and it's getting really hot and muggy and ridiculous outside, yes. I decided it was time to crack out the Line and Kugel Summer Shandy. 
There you go. There you go. Yes, sir. Always a good decision. That's a win. Ah, Is that a kick, kick, kick carryover from last weekend? Uh, yes, actually nice. it is. Good, good, good decision. I'm I'm totally digging soul to soul, dude. I haven't heard this song in forever, man. This is great. <laughs> and I will probably not listen to it again for a decade. But in the moment, that's fun. God, what's next, man? Am I gonna go oh, you know what? Here you go. Here's an, here's another nice throwback. There you go. Let's see if I can find the right hopefully this is a good version of this song. Yeah, a little Arrested Development. Hell yeah. Ah. Oh, you know this one. Mmm. <laughs> this beer is so good, man. Oh. Where do we go now? Arrested. We gotta go to NBA Finals Game One, dude. Do we? Do we really have to? We, we can keep it pretty brief. I mean, there's, <laughs> I mean, there's not much to say. <laughs> I, we, there's one soundbite that has to get played at this point in time. We can probably that, talk about the finals in about five minutes. And we will leave you with a. <laughs> I, I can't do it. <laughs> Neither could the Cavs. We'll do it live. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Oh. Fucking thing sucks! That's Randy's review of the NBA Finals, right there. <laughs> I mean, is that the LeBron meme? <laughs> there you go. That's IHOB. That's what that is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, we know what the LeBron meme We know... Dude, dude. All right, yeah. I mean, I, I think at the end of the day, it, it, it sound like for that, and that's well, <clears throat> yeah. It, that's really dedicated. This is a dedication explicitly to J.R. Smith. Smith. How do you fuck that up? That noise was not him kicking the body. That was LeBron James punching a whiteboard after Game One. By the way, <laughs> how do you fuck that up? That was J.R. Smith's career, by the way. I mean, you know, look, I, I know people can complain about you know the matchup, and and I I understand that. What's kind of bitter? Not that I'm a Cavs fan, and I mean, I th I don't know how much it really changes the ultimate outcome. I mean, I think realistically, the Warriors were gonna were gonna win that series, but if the Cavs were gonna have a chance, they needed Game One, and yep. you know they played their asses off. In game one, they really did. They and, did, and that's one of those. That's one of those. <laughs> and I know it's cliche, but that is like the ultimate snatch defeat from the jaws of victory kind of game. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, you've got George Hill missing the free throw. You got J.R. Smith grabbing the damn rebound, and I know Durant's there. I, I get that, but you know that dude trucks out of there like the lane was lava. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying, dude. It was a it was a tie game, 107-107 with 4.7 seconds left, and J.R. Smith just totally brain farts out of there, and and just runs out. And I mean, you know, LeBron, LeBron's like, <clears throat> what are you doing? <laughs> you know, I, it, it's just painful. What an awful way. And I know, I mean, it goes to overtime, but 
you know, their opportunity was to finish that game in regulation. That that felt like a whole different team in OT. Just deflated and defeated. And it, it's really unfortunate because they really had put themselves in a position to win that game. And that's not even the full story. I mean, you've got the missed free throw. You've got J.R. Smith's stupidity brain fart. We have the birth of probably the best meme that's come out of the NBA, perhaps since the crying Jordan, maybe. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I think I think that LeBron, I think his outstretched hands of frustration, I mean, I just think, <clears throat> I don't think that one's going away. You know what I mean? But the other thing that's really just incredible to me is the fact that they reviewed that call. It was about 36 seconds left. And, oh you know, the, the Cavs are up are up to, they would have gotten the ball, and Durant come, comes in, and, and so they call it, you know, they call it, they call it a charge. Right. And he's clearly, his feet are, his feet are good. It's not even close. You know, it's yeah. not even close, man. It's not even close, dude. He's now, way now, outside now, the circle. You, know, you can argue that, and there's some subjectivity here. You know, should it have been a charge? Should it have been a block? You can support, I think you can reasonably, in the heat of the moment, not watching it on replay, in the heat of the moment, you can make a credible argument that it's a charge, <clears throat> and some people can make a credible argument that it's a block. But here's the thing. They called it a charge, right? They called it an offensive foul. He, his feet were not, well, in, to me, his feet were not in question. It, it was called a block on the call, but then they changed it to the charge. Well, it's an offensive foul on Durant, and they changed it to a block. Uh, yeah, sorry, sorry. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. So, because yeah. if they had changed it that way, it would have gone to it would have been in the Cavs' favor. They're up two, right. and so yes. He, here's the thing, man. It sorry. just charged it, in the it's block. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. In the heat of the moment, to do that. Now we can argue about the technical aspects of should it have been a charge, should it have been a block. That's fine. The thing is, they called it a charge. And they right. reviewed it for a BS reason. And then they uh -huh. changed the call. It changed the judgment call. Okay? And I can't... It completely changes the ending of that game. Yeah. It completely does. And I think it's reasonable to say, even if you don't believe the Cavs win this series, even if you believe the Warriors are still going to do this thing, it's hard for me to not look at that as a situation where a team doesn't feel robbed. By that uh, call. Yeah. And let me tell you something. Contextually, if you're going to do rando-ass reviews like that, how come they didn't review LeBron LeBron's block on Oladipo? They didn't review uh -huh. that. You know what I mean? And so that's, that's the thing that really sucks about how that played out. And it's not just J.R. Smith. It's not just George Hill. It's also this weird-ass review, <clears throat> changing the call, and there's just an arbitrary nature of that review that just feels, particularly in the finals, it, it it's hard not to be like, serious? Y'all did that? Like, why? It feels, it feels like they opened a can of worms that didn't need to be opened. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, and, and yes, the call was charged on Durant, and initially they were like, oh, the, the calls being, see if LeBron was outside the the circle area. Okay. Well, I mean, he was what three feet outside the circle he area. Was, so I mean, that wasn't even close. Yeah. It was, it, it, it was a, 
it felt like that was a lame ass reason to review it. And and then all of a sudden, because LeBron wasn't you know one hundred percent set, then they reversed the call, which I don't think I've ever seen. Which why I'm referring to the can of worms, because. In a sense, watching the replay from my perspective, yeah, it was a block. However, the way it was called at the time was the charge. And if you're going to start, excuse me, in the NBA Finals, changing charge block calls, I mean, you're just, you're opening yourself up for a lot of um, ish. As they say, it, it, it's a bad. I mean, here's it's a bad look, and and again, I know it is. It, I, it I, is. I don't it ultimately, really I don't ultimately believe it changes the ultimate outcome of the Warriors yeah. winning the whole thing. But it if doesn't. the Cavs were going to have a chance, they needed Game One, and yes. you you can make a reasonable argument. I know Game Four got away from them. I, I hear that. I mean, if you score thirteen points in a quarter against the Warriors, you're you're in for a rough time. But You're they, down three zero in the series. Yeah, so it's tough. you know it it's it, tough. it got it got really ugly at the end of that. But in game one and game three in particular, the Cavs arguably put themselves in position to win both of those games. And the first one to me uh, was essentially stolen from them. And again, we can argue about George Hill missing the free throw and J.R. Smith and all that, but you know those things are offshoots of of just that review. And again, I, I just. It's so unfortunate that it went that way, and that's a dangerous, dangerous, dangerous precedence to set. That I thought was awful. It felt terrible. It was a bad look. It's the finals, y'all. You know what I mean? I mean that's like that's like if if you have a challenge in the NFL and somebody says, "Oh, look over there, that's some PI. Let's go ahead and add that in just randomly. Why not?" You know, it, it just it's it's a bad look, dude. Well, especially with LeBron dropping 51 in that game, dude. I mean, it's what, the sixth finals game ever with 50 points. Yes. Yes. And he doesn't get that call. Like, come on now. There's only – LeBron's one of five players in NBA Finals history to to drop 50-plus points. And LeBron – keep in mind that LeBron gave the Cavs the lead twice in the last minute of the regulation. Dropped 51 points. And the other thing, quite frankly, we can nitpick the whole thing with the hand. All right. And I'm not a fan of him coming out with the, you know, cast on his hand for the postgame press after game four. I, I wouldn't have done that. But that's that's an offshoot. The thing is, if game one doesn't go that way, he's not punching that whiteboard and, break, and busting up his hand. Yeah. You know what I mean? So game, game one is massive. Is massive for what this series turns into, <clears throat> and I, I again I just think it's a shame that it went that way, and, and uh, it, it's a bad look for the NBA. It it may not ultimately change what that would have been, but if the Cavs were going to have a shot, and they showed up and they played their asses off for Game One, and that to me feels like that's heavy-handed refing, heavy, you know, it, it's just it's sad. They deserved better than that from both teams and the finals and the fans deserve better than that from the NBA and better than that from those officials. That was crap. That was absolute crap. And unfortunately, the Cavs were unable to shake it off. 
<laughs> sorry. 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 But as we know from Moana. Oops, missed it. What can I say? Anyway. J.R. Smith to the Warriors. MVP, baby. <laughs> That's funny. Mark, I'm curious. Um, Randy, I know how you in general feel about the finals. Bag of crap to you. I, I get it. And I, a lot of people probably feel the way that you do. But this doesn't help that. But, Mark, I'm curious. Your thoughts on game one and how that played out and, and the impact for really what that series was. I mean, honestly, I don't have much to add. I mean, it, it's certainly... Um... They, they needed to be able to win either game one or game two. And, and I mean, really, I feel like, uh, I know you're asking just about game one, but, I mean, I feel like, you know, they, they battled hard through the first three games. It's just, you know, game one was clearly the, mo- the most winnable in the end. Um, yeah, there's there's plenty of variables. You don't, there's no guarantee they're going to score right. if, you know, the ball is, you know, taken care of right. There, there's 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 so many things that could have happened. But, uh Clearly, that that was the opportunity that that they 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 squandered, and you know it's just uh, it's inexcusable at a pro level. I hate the fact that he tra- was trying to you know claim that he knew the situation for so many so long after the game, finally you know changed his story. But just just a real bad luck and real unfortunate. But yeah, um, I mean to me it was it was you know it was an entertaining finals for the first three games, even if the the end result was what it was because. Yeah. Basically, it's because of LeBron. I mean, anytime you got LeBron James uh, playing in a playoff game, I'm probably going to be interested in watching because he's just he's just that good. He's just that um, incredible. And um, you know, at this point now, it's, it's you know, <laughs> I think we can pretty confidently say it is the last time we will see the Cavs and the Warriors um, <clears throat> in a final matchup, uh, at least with these currents. Teams. Good news for um, Randy. <laughs> yes, and, and, for, and for a lot of people. That are I, I, I get I, it. Unless Kevin Durant decides to leave Golden State for Cleveland and join LeBron. <laughs> you know, swap, swap things. I don't think so. Um, <laughs> I just made that up. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, look! ESPN put put together. I'll, I'll actually, I'll, I'll make sure I post it on the um, sports rewalk because I thought it was pretty entertaining. But ESPN uh, could because we know. I mean, anybody who is paying going to pay attention to the NBA in the off season, if you're not prepared for you know several months of nonstop LeBron talk until the decision is made, um, get prepared. <laughs> but. Uh, they they put together a pretty pretty amusing uh, and interesting piece. They got a an artist to uh, render thirty different uh, billboards that each you know team could present to try to you know woo LeBron. It was it was interesting with a little tid- tidbit about like explaining you know what 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 the what the meaning of it was. It was it was well played, but. Um, you know my thoughts are Lakers, but anyway, getting getting away from the what, finals. Are you telling <laughs> me that LeBron's not going to stay in Cleveland? He's. Are you sure about this? He's not. He's gonna, not going to finish out his career with the Cavs. It's pretty crazy to me. <laughs> um, after the man did everything in his power, I mean that, that's. I mean, and really, kind of that's the whole the crux of the point. The entire point. Brandon Full Circle is that that man did everything he could in these finals. You can't, cannot possibly put blame on him. Uh, 50 point games and, and you know, putting up stats across the board and 
playing almost you know 46 minutes a night um or who knows i mean i mad mean, that may be exaggerating but he barely sits down hey, and Mark, uh but yeah are you trying to say that lebron james is trying to break free of a cavalier's uniform oh my i was going dido with some white flag he's going down the ship you're gonna go break free Look, all right, to be fair, <clears throat> the speculation is going to be rampant. It's going to be insane. The oh, 76ers, yeah. the Celtics, the Lakers. I've, I've and been then, in L.A. for a year yeah, now. So. And, and I, I think the core in L.A. is very good. Uh, it's very young, but it's very good. Plus, you know, look, I, I think LeBron is the kind of guy, he clearly has a super high basketball IQ. I think the Spurs references are interesting, but I think a lot of that's contingent on Kawhi. The Lakers are interesting for lifestyle and long term. Wouldn't it be a hoot? And I know you would have some positional issues, but wouldn't it be a hoot if, if Durant was like, thanks for the memories, Golden State, and he teamed up? And, you know, and I was joking around with one of my coworkers, and I was like, That would be fun. I was like, I was like, Yeah, I'm telling you right now, man, Durant's going to leave Golden State, man. They, they got to get Draymond on the Supermax, right? <laughs> I'm just kidding about that. Um, but, you know, Durant, Durant's going to leave Golden State. And somehow he and he and LeBron are going to work this out and figure out how they can play together. They're going to figure it out. They're going to go somewhere and they're going to they're going to defeat Golden State. Boy, ooh, how pissed off would Golden State fans be, right? <laughs> Maybe they come back to DC. Hey, look, the DC sports suck holes over. LeBron, come to DC, buddy. Why not? LeBron yeah. and KD in DC, baby. Yeah, dude. Why John Wall, oh, Bradley oh, Beal. Uh, how filthy would that be? My God, don't get me excited. I don't know how they'd sort out. I mean, they'd have to figure out how they'd play together. But man, that hey, would be that could be that would be fun. I mean, contractually, if they were to ask to be able to to chug beer out of the cup, I think they could. Uh, I think Ovi would take care of that. Yeah. Well, what's the general consensus is that the Lakers had they're set up to do two two big old big old fat contracts, two max contracts. So you figure LeBron and what Paul George, LeBron and Paul somebody. George. Yeah. So, I mean, I think there's opportunity space there. The lifestyle component's right. The branding opportunity's right. The market's right. Um, you know, was it was it Gary Payton talking about uh, LeBron's son was going to had was supposed to go to one of a high school somewhere in L.A. I mean, it, there's a lot of there's a lot of upside to that. And when I talk, was referencing LeBron's basketball IQ and the Spurs, that's obviously a, a, for pops, really, but. You know, I, I think it would be nice to see him go to an organization where he respects, you know, he has the, he has respect for the leadership that's there. And I think somebody like Magic can really work with a guy like LeBron. You know what I mean? If it goes that direction, I think that's that would be a good out. That would be a good outcome for him. I don't know if they would have enough. What is he? Thirty three. I don't know if they would have enough to get past Golden State. Obviously, they stick with the West, same division. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of components to that, but. Um, I mean, I I think Cleveland's done. And Dan Gilbert, don't fool yourself, dude. You're not building a championship team <laughs> once LeBron leaves. It's gonna take you a while, bro. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to suck for a bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? F O H. Yeah, F O H. Yeah, F-O-H. I mean, if you're gonna go, I I don't know what the exact order would be, but if you're gonna go like organizational intelligence, mm-hmm. I mean, San Antonio, Boston, and um, gosh, here L A with Magic. Those are probably your top three options. With Houston, I, I saw a report today where LeBron said he didn't like Houston. Well, that was so a, that I, was a that was a reporter <laughs> said that from like from his lips he said he didn't like the. It's not the team; it's the city. 
the city. Yeah, that he doesn't I like. I mean, no state but, tax, so which you is hate the city all you cap. want to, but well, I mean, I mean, LeBron's gonna make. I mean, his just his whole package as far as you know endorsements and marketing and contract. I mean, he's raining money. You know what I mean? I, I still gonna make I, it rain. I, I vote for the Wizards. I, I vote for the Wizards. Only so we can have that OV come awesome. out. We're not going to be fucking suck this year. We have there LeBron go, and Wizards. Kevin Durant. We're not going to be effing suck. It'd be great. Be best. We'd be best. In D.C., we'd be best. Thanks, Melania. Uh, anyway, I don't know. It, yeah, the whole summer is going to be dominated by it. It's going to be nonstop. Uh, oh, yeah. It's going to be nonstop. Really quickly, and I know yeah. this, um, I don't know, maybe random advertisement, but a well worth it one. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I've, in the past, shared with you, it's a fantastic running sketch, cartoon sketch, um, that Bleacher Report does uh, every NBA season, usually in the playoffs, called Game of Zones, where they both... You know, creates you know, you know weekly uh, bits based off of the NBA playoffs, mixed in with Game of Thrones, you know, concepts, and it's just it's hilarious and brilliantly done. Mm-hmm. And anyway, they did one and you know did it again this postseason, and they're well worth it. Anybody can find them on YouTube. Uh, but I don't know relevance on uh, what we're talking about. The, I love the the finale they just did. The first uh, they did several segments throughout the finale. Usually they focus on just one thing, but for the finale, it was like eight minutes long, and they did several. Bits. Uh, the first one was uh, OKC, or they say Oklahoma, Homa, uh, like the land of o- Oklahoma, uh, like a Game of Thrones uh, location. <laughs> um, but uh, Paul George is sitting on top of a horse, about to you know, ride off to to LA, and Westbrook's crying, and uh, I forget the, the pony. Stephen Adams is, is there, mm-hmm. really upset too. Um, and you know, Paul explains why he has to leave and starts riding off. And then Carmelo Anthony comes up next to Westbrook and is like, has this huge grin on his face. He's like, don't worry, Russell. I'm not going anywhere. And then Westbrook just starts bawling. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of mean, but I get it. I think uh, Melo obviously was not quite panning out there like they might have hoped. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I, it, it certainly does feel like Paul George will be the other big piece that the Lakers get. I mean, that one almost feels maybe even more uh, definite than uh, LeBron. But. By the way, I know we were joking around about the IHOP thing earlier, and uh, it, I mean it's an interesting move, and obviously IHOP's gotten a lot of attention for it, and it's moderately funny. Um, but some of the some of the reactions on Twitter have really been a hoot, and I'm just looking at it. It's the only reason I bring it up right right now because I'm thinking of him doing the outstretched outstretched hands, and people superimposed like IHOP over that, and it was like. <laughs> You know who who TF gets a burger from like IHOP. Yeah, I mean, just they're having fun with it. But I like it. Netflix was in on it. They said, "Be right back." Changing my name to Netflib. You know, you got you know Qdoba saying they'll trade them, they'll trade you, and they they changed their name to Qdopa. I mean, just, just it's all stupid. Burger King going Pancake King. Just, <laughs> I mean, uh, and when Wendy's who uh, whoever runs their their Twitter account is really a hoot. They they they've got some really good tweets. They're they're an entertaining follow. Um, but somebody asked Wendy's and they were just like, "So uh, at Wendy's, you just gonna let IHOB sell burgers on your block? Thought you were the OG." And so Wendy's was like, "Not really afraid of the burgers from a place that decided pancakes were too hard." <laughs> 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 I'm like, yeah. 
Yeah. Anyway, so stupid, but but moderately entertaining. But uh, yeah, I mean, back to LeBron. I, I just the Lakers seem like a, a pretty realistic fit, and well, you can talk about other teams, Houston, and I, I don't know. I, I just. I would be, I think at this point, and I know he got a lot of criticism for the decision, I think he's done his due diligence for Cleveland, and I think it's okay to go. You know what I mean? He won and a championship. He, he he brought him a ring. He delivered that. You can't take anything away from him for that one. Uh, and he's made them, he's had them relevant for just a huge chunk of time. And, you know, I had forgotten that they got swept by the Spurs. What was it, 07? I had, to- I had totally forgotten about that. Yeah, that um, was Duncan in his prime, dude. Uh, that was Duncan, Ginobili, and Tony Parker in their prime, and I mean, he he had uh, that unbelievable game against the Pistons in that playoff mm-hmm. run, uh, where he had scored forty eight or forty nine for the game, and then had twenty four in a row in like fourth quarter and overtime. Mm-hmm. It, it was just. That run was an amazing performance for him, but yeah. at that point in time, San Antonio was just too good. No, so I think you know it, it's amazing to me to think that, and we've been very consumed with the Warriors the past couple of years, and some of that's recency bias. And I think people forget how good the Spurs were. Oh Ooh, my gosh! I mean, oh my lord! Um, I, you know, if you imagine could... how many championships they would have won without Shaq and Kobe there, yeah. There are certain teams I would love to see playing this current Golden State Warriors. If you could video game it out, I'd love to take that like prime time Jordan era Bulls and stick them against you know the Warriors. That would be fun. I know it's different era, so it's hard to compare. And you have the whole how they call games is very different these days. Uh, but uh, but an absolute in their prime San Antonio Spurs versus this current. You know what I mean? Obviously, we're going theoretical just for fun. Okay, just for fun. So I know there's conference issues here, but I mean, like, I would love to see. I would love to see that. You know how they would match up, how they would play each other, what they would do. Like that. That would be a really cool <clears throat> thing. But LeBron's done his tour of duty in Cleveland, and I, yes. I, I think he can. He can make a graceful exit, whether he opts out, whether they trade him, whatever the deal may be. Um, wish him well. I mean, he's 33, man. He's got a, He's got a window. Now he he keeps himself in great shape. I've heard. Multiple people say he spends a million dollars plus taking care of his body every year. He's, Absolutely, he's, de- yeah. he's dedicated to his craft. He's dedicated to the game. I mean, he's kind of like the, you know, for lack of a better contextual example, he's like the Tom Brady. You know what I mean? Like, because he spends that much time taking care of his body, and he seems to have that much acumen for his sport and for the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's yes. that mold. And so he might surprise us with longevity, Barring some health issues, but he clearly takes such good care of himself. But he needs to he needs to get some of the workload off of him. You know what I yes. mean? I mean he he went he went balls to the walls this year as far as minutes, and he needs he needs to shave that down a little bit. But he's earned a graceful exit. He's earned the right to choose where he, what he's going to do next. Yeah, would I love to see him finish his career in Cleveland? Sure, I would. But I mean, what are they going to put put around him the rest of the way? You know what pieces do they have? What money do they have to really build? And and I I don't I I just don't see it. I'd be happy with the Lakers. But the you know I'm being fun with the Wizards. That would be a hoot, but that's not happening. 
Uh, Houston, I don't know, maybe, but I think the Lakers would. I, I think Lakers and Magic and their upside because they're young and what they can do. That I'd be pretty happy with, and I, 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 I would hope that people in Cleveland don't lose their minds and bitch and burn jerseys again when he leaves. <clears throat> no, that, I, I, I really mean, do. He's four years back, four finals appearances, a title. I, I mean, we all agree Kyrie probably should have stayed and not left. Well, I mean, Kyrie. I mean, yeah, we'll see. That, that's more selfish than anything. We understand it, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, it's it's selfish. Like, I get it that you want to be the guy, you want to be the man. Well, they got they got whooped last year with Kyrie anyway. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> I mean, I maybe they actually clutch up and win game one in that series. Maybe. But, I mean, the fact well, that he Boston he would have had to been healthy. Yeah. Fact that Boston got the game seven without Kyrie and Gordon Hayward. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's hard not to look at, and I don't think we're that far away. Uh, if they can keep their teams together and they progress as expected, the Celtic, the upside for the Celtics, the upside for the Seventy Sixers. I mean, the Warriors are the team of now, but at some point, money is going to be an obstacle for them. It, it's oh, just yeah. it's going to catch up to them. It, it you know I mean it, it catches up to everybody. I mean uh, you know I don't care what sports you are. Let I me mean, look look at what mo- what money did to, to to the Seahawks for example. Age money it, it breaks dynasties. It breaks teams up. Um, and that's regression of the mean or parity, if you will. It, it's going to happen. I I don't know, man. I, I, my best I think I think Mark's going to be the one that's happy because I think you're going to get LeBron in LA. I really do. I think yep. that's, I think that's the most likely outcome. Yeah. Uh, I would be curious though. Um, do you think? Do you think Senior Ball is still hanging out in, with the Lakers if, <laughs> if LeBron is there, or do they have to diss track his ass right out of there? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh, that'd be funny. Look, uh, and we need to start trending towards wrap up a clock. It's getting a little bit late, so we need to start uh, tying up a couple of loose ends. Uh, as far as the finals, uh, any kind of wrap-up thoughts from anybody, Shannon or Mark? Or um, we got to get a challenger for the Warriors. I mean, whether it's Houston adding a piece or someone in the East, i.e., Boston adding a major piece. You know, Detroit got Dwayne Casey. I was hoping maybe Cleveland would bring Dwayne Casey in for that team, but. Well, yeah, and and I just, to be fair, to be fair, Houston, barring injury, Houston looked like they were going to get him. Yeah, I mean, I mean I, if Chris Chris Paul isn't injured, I mean, but you're, you're talking I mean, was, Chris Paul's got to go through a whole new season and sure. the playoffs just to get to that point again. I know, and I know, but I, I mean, if they can add a piece. Well, they got a. They got to re-sign Paul to max contract because he said he wouldn't take any less than the max, super max or whatever it is. Um, so they got to re-sign him, and then um, you got to get one more piece, uh, whether it's free agency or draft, uh, to add to that team to get you over the hump. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I look. They had they had a great opportunity tremendous opportunity it was there and and sometimes sports is cruel because you, you can have the right team but it's just not your year due to injury or happenstance or whatever and yeah losing cp3 did a man because it, it it felt like you know what i mean they had a hell of a shot to take them out 
Yeah, the whole uh, shoulda, woulda, coulda. I know. Did. Ifs and buts for candy and nuts. Every day would be Christmas, dude. Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, you know, game five at the end, that just that little that little twinge by Chris Paul, and that, that series shifted in a hurry. Absolutely. Mark, any kind of wrap-up thoughts on whether it's the NHL or NBA or anything else you want to throw in there just for shiggles? Oh, just I think we're we're definitely uh, well. NBA finals wise, I was just saying in real quick that I I really was I still feel like compelling and entertaining basketball for the first three games. Mm-hmm. Last game, yeah, I mean the Cavs threw in the towel and 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 kind of I felt like expected that I, I had little to no faith that there was any chance we were going to see a game five after you know the Cavs went down three nil and that's kind of understandable. But you know LeBron being LeBron, I mean he he played his ass off. So I still felt like you know we had a, a entertaining basketball for the first three games, even if you know yeah the series ended up being four nil. But uh, but regardless, I think we're going to see it. You know once again a very different NBA landscape come next year, and yeah, you know, it's it's got to got to feel. I don't know. I, it, it's it's. I think that LeBron, while of course I, I'm going to choose to believe he recognizes just how incredible he is i think that he's more humble and i don't know straightforward than people think um and but that's got to feel kind of powerful to realize that like the entire balance of the nba rests on where you decide to go because that absolutely is gonna it's gonna free fall so many other decisions based on what he decides well, uh, yeah, and, and to be fair, I think the Warriors are at the point now where, uh, you know, if you're not a Warriors fan, um, I think it, they become the team to root against. Not that they're the bad guys, but they're the team to root against. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, three out of four, they, they've gotten their rings. You can't deny how fantastic they've been. Uh, right. But now it's you don't root for them. And the NBA needs somebody, another team, to really rise up and right. dethrone them. And I, th- I think a lot of casual fans, a lot of normal fans are going to be ready for that. And so LeBron, what LeBron decides to do next is going to be a linchpin in the assault on Golden State. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm very Absolutely. curious to see what they can cobble together. And you know, maybe he curveballs us all and goes somewhere that we don't expect and, and get some other people. That, I mean, who knows? I mean, he, he's going to have the ability to draw talent um, with right. him to where he goes. Yeah, I mean, again, I'll, I'll make sure I, I post it. I'm sure I'll post it before this this episode yeah. goes up. At that that ESPN yeah. piece, like, Do I don't know how realistic you know some of them are, but honestly, you read through it and you're kind of like, huh. I mean, that would be entertaining. I mean, a, a weird one that I certainly didn't remotely think about, it, and I don't think that anybody is talking about it. Probably has no chance, but like the Bucks with the Greek freak. Yeah, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't know if there's any likelihood or chance of that actually happening, but like. What if he decides he wants to go somewhere random and just you know see what could happen? So, dude, I'd I'd um, be all aboard you know, for Leonis. I think that would be fantastic. <laughs> sure, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, there, there's there's who knows? Yeah, you know, there could there could be some crazy curveballs uh, that we're not expecting. Yeah, um, I mean, there could certainly. Be. I mean, anybody who can figure out a way to fit him into their you know uh, cap space and and you know fit them into their team they're gonna try I mean you know why not yeah um, this this is you probably to. gonna be you know the contract that you know, he plays his career out on you would think uh, depending so yeah good chance of it other than maybe a token you know maybe at, at the very very back end he goes back to Cleveland 
You know yeah, what I mean? For like one, two years. For a, a season or two. Feels unlikely. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it, it might but it, be. But it could happen. <clears throat> it might be. Look. Let's dream a dream. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. not all I got for that. that that's all but. good. Uh, Randy, uh, any kind of like wrap-up thoughts or you know anything from other the, the NHL, the NBA? I, I know you hated the NBA, but that's fine. But <laughs> any, any kind of wrap-up takeaways from, from your perspective? I mean, obviously the finals, thank God it's over. Um, but, but, and, and here's really my point with that is the fact that having no real dog in the fight. I mean, I lost, I lost kind of that love for the NBA when Seattle left Seattle. And I've said, and I've said that before. Yeah. 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 But the biggest thing for me is, it's just as a casual well, shouldn't you fan, be happy for Durant then since he, he's like any one of the last drafted supersonics. Yes. Right, so, like literally right before so, they moved the team. I mean, so in a way, shouldn't you really be pulling for Golden State? No. <laughs> <laughs> I like the no. conviction he had with that. No. <laughs> oh, that's funny. No, I, I think the biggest thing for me is it's just as the casual fan, I want something that's going to try to suck me in rather than, and I'm not, see, unlike Mark, I'm not going to watch the finals for one player. I just, I just can't do it. Yeah. It's, it's just not, it's and not okay. I, I mean, it's not that good for me. And it's also when I saw what the matchup was and looked at how the teams were built. I mean, you look at Golden State with basically a team that has essentially four all-stars in their starting lineup versus I mean, Golden State's Cleveland. a video game. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So and I so I knew it really wasn't going to be close. I mean, yeah, game one really was the, the the deciding factor of the entire series. Feels like it. And and to watch Golden State just pretty much stomp a mud hole in Cleveland after that, I was just like, wow. I didn't. Mm. I knew it was. I knew it was going to be Golden State winning it. I just didn't think it was going to be. Um, do twenty and thirty point blowouts happen that often in the finals? Yes. <laughs> so. Well, was it was it last year? And, and maybe I'm getting fuzzy because it's been Golden State and Cleveland for so long. But wasn't there one year where like they alternated blowouts? <laughs> like like Golden State would blow out Cleveland and then Cleveland would blow out Golden State. Am I misremembering? Um. I don't know. We'd have, we'd have to I'm go not back. Sure. We'd have to go back and look. It's not super important, and that's okay. So I am excited about the fact that there's potential for at least one new team next season. Because I already know that Durant's been like, "Yeah, I'm staying. <clears throat> I'm not going anywhere." So I know that core unit's going to be intact for next season for them, barring injury, barring anything weird. That I think their window is about two more years. Because I, I think I think Draymond's going to bet on bet on himself. Uh, thinking he's going to get super maxed out in two more years. Yep. Uh, we'll see about Durant. I, I don't know. I, I think I think their realistic window is is two seasons, and after that, <laughs> the money might just get in their way. And I mean, I think at some point Durant's going to be like, I want to play closer to home. Maybe. So maybe. He, well, he's all, he's all, he's also said that he might walk away and retire at thirty five. So don't blame him at this point. You know, uh, well, I mean, at this point, why not? Yeah, I mean, he he'll have made plenty of money and he'll have rings. So I mean, it's it's no issue with that. And I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. We'll see how it plays out. It's okay. All right, uh, Rangers fan, come on! I know you're happy for the Caps. Don't lie. I was rooting against them, but oh, you know, were you really? Yeah, of course. Oh, I was. you're a fucker. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> no, no, not to say that I'm not happy for them. No, I know, I know what that. I know the feeling. Look, because I mean, 
the last time the Caps won a title was before I was even born. Look, before you were born. They've That's never won a title. What are you talking about? It's the first one. Don't stop okay. living in the red, the Randy. The finals, excuse Oh, finals. Me. Yeah, well, no, that was, in the, that was like 20 years ago. Look, Andrew WK apparently is a Caps fan. Don't stop living in the red. There you go. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I mean, either way, it was a good story for the NHL, regardless. I mean, I took nothing away from it. I was like, hey, this is great for the city. This is great ah. for all the fans that had to sit there and live through this. I know the feeling of having to wait a, a long time. Mm-hmm. So it's, mm-hmm. it's a great story, but I, I was not going to take anything away from Los Angeles, uh, not Los Angeles, Las Vegas, because I, <laughs> I did, I, I did, I thought it would have been. How amazing would that have been, though? A, a oh, it would have been great. Expansion team. If it was anybody, this, if it was anybody yeah. other than the Caps, I would have been totally rooting for the Knights. But yeah. nope. Couldn't, couldn't go against the Caps. I think the cap story was too good. And the Knights just ran out of magic. You know what I'm saying? They, they what just they did. did is they wasted it all in their freaking entrances. <laughs> the, the pre-made Maybe. stuff. Maybe. I'm telling you, Pat, <laughs> Pat, Pat Sajak, dude. Pat Sajak, mother. That's what happened, man. <laughs> uh, although, honestly, I don't know, somebody probably should have dropped a little Sam Jackson on Pat Sajak doing that uh, intro, man. Shut the fuck up! I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, what, what, one other thing as we wrap up and get out of here, we absolutely have to talk about some horse racing. No, no, I don't mean justify. I mean, kudos to justifying the Triple Crown. What I'm talking about, because this is the Sports Brew approved horse racing story. This is the one that's really that's really important. A horse named Bofa D's Nuts won a race. <laughs> <laughs> In Oklahoma City, Bofa D's nuts, baby. Yes, oh, that is that goodness. is impressive. That, that is, is impressive. very impressive. Bofa D's nuts. Oh, what a great D's horse name! I don't, nuts. I don't know if we're gonna see Bofa D's nuts at the at the Belmont. <laughs> I don't know about that, but uh, no kudos. Man. You know, we don't talk about a lot of horse racing here, but uh, you know, triple crowns are kind of fun, so. Yeah, kudos. I don't know. There's a little rando mini controversy with uh, Bafford and having another horse where somebody was like, oh, they were blocking for, you know, Justify, but uh, whatever. Sour grapes, probably. Uh, 13th 13th thoroughbred to win horse racing's Triple Crown. Uh, He's won all six races he has run this year. Only Seattle Slough in 1977 was also undefeated when he won the Triple Crown. Uh, I've heard a few uh, sports radio shows reference how much money this horse is going to make going ahead and just getting his freak on, and it's like 20 to $30 million a year for studding that horse out. That is amazing. Yeah. That is absolutely amazing, dude. No wonder they had somebody running like... <laughs> no wonder they had... That's like the, the absolute cock block, right? The horse racing cock block was there, dude. I hob that, bitches. My God. International House of Blocking. Uh, other rando trend for the summer, and I, I saw this, and I don't know what you guys are going to think of it. Um, do you know what a Toblerone tunnel is? No clue. <laughs> no clue. Uh, no. <laughs> All right, so uh, summer's coming up, so uh, obviously uh, beach bodies and bikini bodies are there. So uh, following up the thigh gap and the thigh brow craze comes the latest superficial body-conscious social media trend. It's called the Toblerone Tunnel. 
That indicates a triangular-shaped space where the top of a woman's thighs meets her bikini bottoms. I like how they have to clarify. The triangle resembles the Swiss chocolate bar's unique shape. So, the Toblerone Tunnel. <laughs> I mean, really, y'all? Come on. That's probably okay. how those that's probably how those two tourists fell off that damn wall in Portugal. They're probably worried oh, about their, their Toblerone oh, Tunnel, dude. Oh my god. Come on. <laughs> Come on, man. Stop taking selfies. Look, like, I, oh, yeah, that that you know, look, selfie fail. Selfie Toblerone Tunnel. Don't be taking selfies with bears. Don't take selfies at the top of a mountain. Like, come on now. (laughs) Let's try to bring this up. I'm going to go back to horse racing real quick here for a quick hitter. So, at the Belmont, Gronk's Gronk's horse, Gronkowski, finished second. Hmm. Here's the kicker. Gronk and he had a bunch of friends and family there. They all bet sixty nine dollars on that. Of course, they had to. on that horse. They had to. And they, so they all they and they all to. like ended up walking away with like twelve hundred bucks each. Ah, what a deal! Good for them. But I mean, Gronk betting on Gronk for sixty nine dollars. <laughs> that is that is just so Gronk. <laughs> yeah. We're not gonna be fucking sunk this year. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, all right, all right, all right. Let's get the hell out of here, man. A couple of RIPs and a couple of uh, just, I don't know, we have to drop a little respect, a little tip of the cap. Dwight Clark, by the way, totally deserves uh, some love, uh, not only for his playing career and what he did just in football in general, but the kind of person that he was. Died at 61, passed away at, at 61, and... Uh, you know, uh, Randy, you're the 49ers fan, so I obviously, uh, you know, I, I think you should weigh in on this for a moment. But I, I did, I did love this story came out, and PFT had this, and they were talking about, um, of course, the catch over Everson Walls, and how Dwight Clark actually helped him get paid from that. So uh, this particular story, uh, and Walls was was telling it. And he said Clark approached him after Kodak began using images of the catch in its advertising, and so Dwight Clark had agreed to Kodak's use of his likeness. But Walls was also in the picture, too, and he didn't know anything about it. So Clark didn't know Walls that well, but he informed Walls that he was legally entitled to be compensated for appearing in that advertisement. Right? You know, he... Huh. Yeah. And so, you know, Kodak had the endorsement deal with Clark in Montana, who, of course, threw the pass, but Kodak didn't want to pay Walls. Eventually, he got he sued Kodak, and he got the money he was owed. Wall said, quote, I ended up getting a lot more than Joe and Dwight got put together. <laughs> Obviously suing them. But I think what you heard was a lot of people talking about the, his character as a person, as a man. You know, there was what he did as a football player, but who he was as a person. And I think that's what really stood out. So certainly a tip of the cap and a rest in peace uh, to Dwight Clark. Uh, Anthony uh, Bourdain's another we that, that we lost. Uh, fascinating personality, interesting person. Lot, and, and my God, a very interesting. <laughs> you know, if you talk about quotables, that dude had a lot of really fantastic <laughs> lines, uh, for sure. Author, uh, just he did so much stuff. He did so much stuff. Just traveling the world, whether it's food, whether it's people. I, I mean, just interesting guy. I don't know, man. I feel like we go through these waves of suicides in the world, and I know people will be like, "Oh, it's a celebrity. Why don't you pay attention to you know this these people or that person?" And uh, look, man, here's the thing: 
it's awful no matter what, right? But sometimes the fact that more people pay attention to the, to the celebrity side of it helps open up the dialogue and discussion for more normal, regular Joe kind of people. And if that opens some eyes along the way, then there's value in that, right? And hopefully, you know, I don't know what comes out of, of those things. I mean, we certainly talked about Chris Cornell back in the day. And, and it, it always, I don't know, I, and I guess that's a mindset thing. I, I can't quite wrap my head around being in a position where I would readily take my own life. But I think that's why the dialogue is important. And if a celebrity taking their life triggers that dialogue and discussion and helps save somebody, then, there's, then something good comes of it. And I hope something good comes out of that because I know that a lot of people took that really hard. Uh, but certainly a tip of the cap for a life well lived. However, it may have ended. That guy, that was a hell of a life, man. Hell of a life. Here, 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 and I'll knock one back to that one. Ah, for sure. But uh, Randy, any thoughts on Dwight Clark? I mean, obviously, not not someone who's a huge was a huge star. I mean, obviously in the Bay Area, he's. You know, known for the catch, he you know led the NFL in receptions for a year. Uh, but I mean, I mean, he made the most out of it for being a tenth round pick out of Clemson. Yeah, I mean, he and then. But the thing is, after that, after he retired, he got into being an executive, I think, mm-hmm. for Cleveland. And and the thing is, is even though he you know he had the ALS, he, he just sat there and he kept pushing, he kept fighting, he just every single day came out and was just a positive force and just just was always had a smile on his face from from what i've read from what other players yeah. have said about him as he's come around and it's 61 is just too young it, yeah. it's 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 crazy to think that something you know that als is just there's just nothing that really can be done about it it's a shame uh, yeah and there's uh, there's so many people that lose their life way too young because of it. I, I really hope that, you know, when someone like of his stature, someone of his celebrity in a sense, even, at least in the sports world, I just hope that, it, you know, other than raising more awareness than is already there, you know, that just gets closer, that things get closer and closer to a cure at some point, I hope in our lifetime, because we've lost, we've lost way too many people to it. Yeah, well, there's a lot of things. I mean, uh, you know, uh, and again, I know people are critical of the celebrity aspect for this this stuff. And like, why do you care so much? But think about Michael, you know, uh, J. Fox's impact for Parkinson's. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And sometimes having a face and having, uh, you know, we think that we know certain people. And, and that's because it's somewhere in our head, we kind of have our relationship with our actual inner circle and our family and our friends. And then... We have this attachment to a movie star or a, somebody in a band or whatever, and so we think that we know them because somewhere there's a most there's an emotional we have we do have a relationship of some sort, right? And so it has weight, it has impact, and so when they pass or if they take their own life or if they whatever it is, when there's something that's serious, it it triggers a reaction. And again, if those things serve to either give example, give pause, reflection, thought, something, and it. It, it gets people vested in a cause, whether that's treatment for a disease or battling cancer or battling Parkinson's or, or you know, raising awareness or money or, or, you know, funding for treatment of ALS, whatever that case may be. Having a face that helps and a, and a person that helps trigger that kind of feedback and that pushback and that dedication to is important. 
It's not the same thing as not caring about regular Joe average person that dies or takes their life or passes away from cancer or ALS. It doesn't detract from that. Uh, I think that's just part of the reality. And I, I, I don't know, man. I, I just the negativity that where sometimes people just complain and bitch about things. It never ceases to amaze me yeah. <laughs> in, in the world. And it's like, look, man, if if good comes out of that, that helps the normal person. And the average person, if, if attention and money and funding or treatment or whatever is paid to that and and comes out of that, then that then that's a win. Absolutely. You know, that, that's a win. And I think that that's how I tend to look at it. But anyway, we got really serious at then. Sorry about that, guys. Didn't mean to do that. Here we were having fun and, you know, dropping <laughs> soul to soul and Nicki Minaj fart stuff. And <laughs> then we got all serious there. Um, anyway, uh, speaking of that, uh, caffeine withdrawal is so real. It's actually listed as a mental disorder, by the way. Uh, Shannon, and I nice. will, Shannon and I will attest to that. Uh, yes. And it was also nice to see um, that raccoon scale a 23-story office building. By the Woo. way, that he made it to the roof. He should be. Did, ex- did he raise the roof or did he raise the ceiling? No. He, he. What did Michael? What did Michael Jordan say? The roof. The ceiling the is the roof. roof. Is the ceiling? Yeah. The ceiling is the roof. Yeah. Something like it's that. a charge. It's not a block. I don't know. I. I hope that rac- that raccoon gets a spot in the next Guardians of the Galaxy movie. He freaking deserves. Who's it. Who's to say it wasn't him? It may have been. It may have been. But uh, anyway, <laughs> there you go. All right, guys. Realistically, I think it's the end of the road. So, uh, thanks as always. Yeah. Yes, it's time to go. Uh, thanks as always. I've enjoyed it. It's great to catch up for a little bit. I hope you guys had a little fun. Sorry for all the seriousness right at the very end, but, uh, you know, sometimes you got to do that. So, rest in peace. Tip of the cap, Dwight Clark, Anthony Bourdain. I don't know. I'm sure we're missing somebody along the way, but, uh, anywho. And, well, <laughs> to the. <laughs> To the mystique and the legend of the Golden Knights inaugural season. Thanks for the memory, y'all. Yeah. Uh, from all of us to Obi. all Obi. Yeah. Obi in the cup. Obi in the cup, man. From all of us to all of you, enjoy your weekend. And I guess, I don't know, we'll see what's next. World Cup stuff? Baseball? Random unnamed this- baseball executive hating on Bryce Harper unnecessarily? <laughs> FOH, dude. FOH. Uh, Jake, is it DeGrom that has like a sub one ERA and is like two and eight in his last like 10 starts or something crazy? Come on, Mets. Uh, Give that dude some yeah. bats. Can you get some runs for that dude? Come on, y'all. The, the, the <laughs> Patriots trying to trade Gronk. Yeah, they're not trading Gronk. Get out of we'll here. We'll take him. They're not trading right? Gronk. Get out of here. Not yeah, we'll take him too. That's not happening. Jimmy G and Gronk, I'll take it. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's staying there, man. Anyway, we are the Sports Brew. As always, you can find us on uh, Podbean. That's the home feed for the podcast. Uh, LiveSportsCaster.com, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, the Google Play Store. I'm probably forgetting somebody along the way, but keywords are sports and brew on Twitter, at VA Sports Brew. And if you want to shower DSTAT with all kinds of uh, wonderful DC, DMV, capital love, man, at DSTAT FTW, or you just want some betting advice, he's degenerate. He'll give you some lines on the WNBA. Don't worry. He's got them all down pat. Uh, From all of us to all of you, have a great weekend, and we will catch you on the flip side. Be best. Just remember, be best. (laughs) Rock the red. Be best. (laughs) Uh, And get get your dental work done, man. In honor of DSTAT. Have your own fat lip. (laughs) 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 All right, man. Catch you on the flip side. 
Good night now. Good night. See ya.